This is Crow Inquisitors, an actual play RPG podcast about exonerated criminals doing the dirty work of a corrupt church. I'm Caleb, your host and game master, and you're about to listen to episode 6 of the show. Today we start to delve a little more into Sergio Tan's character. One notable thing about Sergio is that he has a strange and powerful ability, Second Sight. Let's talk about that trait and its accompanying skill, Aura Reading, in the Burning Wheel Rules. Second Sight is a character trait that can be bought for four trait points at character creation. With Second Sight, a character can peer vaguely into the shifting shadows of the spirit world. It is a powerful, multifaceted ability. Through an act of concentration, they can push through the veil of reality to see the other side. This costs one action in fight, the most complex and yet-to-be-discussed form of combat in Burning Wheel, but otherwise can be done at will. The Second Sight grants the ability to discern if something is magical or not. If successful, the character knows the item, person, or effect is magical. He doesn't know exactly what the magic does. Second Sight is one of the abilities that allows a character to use the Aura Reading skill. Second Sight also allows a magic user to fork Aura Reading into a magical skill, so long as he is using his sight. Second Sight turns perception into observation for detecting stealthy or inconspicuous characters. Any physical actions taken, running, jumping, fighting, etc., while using Second Sight, suffers a plus one ob penalty. The Aura Reading skill is the talent to read an aura and see it within the present, future, and past. Aura readers can decipher gossamer veils of emotion, deception, clarity, and purpose. This skill does not grant the character the ability to see auras. That ability must be acquired through a trait, prayer, or other form of magic. Sergio's presence is minor in the first season of Crow Inquisitors, but he is a character to look out for in later seasons of the show. His strange abilities and his desires and motivations will come to the forefront in some dramatic ways later on. So, without further ado, let's hear our characters' beliefs, instincts, and traits. This is Crow Inquisitors. Hello, we're live with the Burning Wheel. Welcome. Episode 6, Crow Inquisitors. It's going to be a great time. Let's go do Leafs and Instincts real quick. And feel free to like fiddle with these as we're kind of going through. So David, let's go ahead and start with you. What's Delon up to? Uh, the gods have minds above ours and to be trusted above all others. Uh, the second one is Alphonse will pay for what he did to our sister even if I have to kill myself. I will find a reason to report folly to the Inquisitor. And lastly, as I have been entrusted with a holy task, and I'll keep the ruffians assigned to it in line, putting Alphonse in this place is the first step. Instincts are never go unarmed under any circumstances. Second instinct is if I'm to kill a man, I'll do it honorably whenever possible. And third, never leave a word against the gods unchallenged. Traits, disciplined, faithful, market privileged, tonsured, fearless. Cool. Uh, Alphonse, want to go ahead and hit us with your crazy beliefs? I am just as good as Delon, and I'll prove it by using my skills to outshine him. I want to end the papacy, so I'll find some way to gain an edge using the heretics. I want to restore my reputation by gaining fame in the city by getting rid of the new heretics. My instincts, always entertain myself, always have alcohol, 
always make the situation worse. Rabble rouser, drunk, market privilege, unlucky, tall tale teller, and right here away. Um, real quick, uh, Trevor and I were talking the other day about that third instinct. We kind of realized that it doesn't make sense logically for Alphonse to actually have that as a reaction. Like, why would he ever want, you know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't what- want to make things worse for himself. Maybe it's spin things to my advantage type deal. React to make everyone else in a worse I situation. I think if you just spin it to like, I want to take everyone else down to give myself an advantage type deal. Or you could like always have the last word. Yeah. Okay. Cantarius? Okay, so I'm going to change belief one to I was spared for reason now and minister my own justice. I won't let these bandits get away with this. Sure. Then belief two, the staff is the key to figuring out what happened to my son. If I break it, maybe the bondage of my son's soul can be broken as well. I will always do what's right no matter what anyone thinks. I'll make sure that there is no needless death. Instincts, if there is a confrontation, I take the lead. Always inventing something and never harm a child. Rabble Rouser, gifted, dreadful, intimidating, blind, religious, foreign blood, haughty, and gluttonous. Cool. We have to change your instinct to always for a child, because that's just what happens. Always accidentally for <laughs> a child. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Theo, uh, actually, I think I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now what the situation was that just happened, so you can possibly make another belief about this. The, all the nuns and, and the abbess and, and the doctor that was working on you, um, they all went to that tower that was off to the side, like to get away from the, the chaos and the violence and stuff. And so you, yeah. you just followed them in there. Um, and then uh, Josh's character, Antonius, came with the blacksmith and his family and their daughter, the doctor and the nuns and started working on her. Um, and she was like getting like horrible skin rashes and tumors on her face. You were like looking over her and the ghost of your wife appeared and told you to kill the little girl. I think what actually happened was you, we had you make a prayer roll to just instantly heal her and it right. failed. Yeah. Yeah, so we figured like you would make some sort of faith roll to try to heal the girl, and you yeah you failed it, and so yeah the ghost of your wife appeared and told you to kill the girl instead. If you want to make a belief about that, now is the time to do it. Now, realistically, you could probably just wait around for about four seconds and it would do the same thing. So. <laughs> she's they got like a one out of like a required five to heal her, so she's super dead anyways. Yeah. Well, they got that for the um, first stopping of the proverbial blood roll. They haven't done the actual treatment roll yet. At that point, I mean, this freaking this god or patron can't get on my nerves, and I was yeah. like, really? It was, a, it was more like a deal than a bondage? But the thing is, if you go back on the deal, you don't get your wife back. She's dead. Yeah, you know I, I mean? know. Can I make up something about the little girl? Not, what do you mean? I looked at her, and I like saw almost like my wife, not like... I think what you actually saw, Theo, was uh, your daughter. The daughter that your wife was pregnant with, and you ima- you'd always imagine that she'd look like. Yeah, that's good. And, I, and I, like, I see it, and I was like, she wouldn't want me to do this. And I was like, and I'm kind of like giving up, like almost like a voice in my head, did, like speaking to me, but not literally, like directly. Like, she's kind of like saying, let me go. I'm like, sure, sure. At this moment, I'm just kind of like, I can't do this. I can't kill any more people. Okay. All right. And I was thinking about changing my belief because it's protecting the Abyss, like at all costs. Um, not, not anything about the little girl? Like, you could put a belief about what you're going to do about it. So, I mean, you could be like, oh, she's this deity's gone too far, now I'm going to do everything I can to foil them. Or, like, or maybe just be like, I'm going to kill the girl because the deity told me to, right? Theo's first belief is, if I do Narani's bidding, I will get my wife back. I have to decide between my wife and the abbess. It sounds like you've decided on the abbess. So, yeah. do you want to rewrite that to what? 
I have turned my back on Narani. I will protect the abbot at all costs. A, you'd also get a persona point for that too. I was just kind of like let go over. Like she told me to just let her go, and like it's not worth it. And like she's telling me to move on in all senses. I have turned my back on Narani and let go of my wife. I will protect the abbess at all costs. Okay. Belief two is I'm fighting whether or not to trust the gods. I will work towards increasing my faith. Is that going to change? Um, I don't think so, actually. I just don't want to be attached to the gods. Like, I still want right. to... I'm starting to realize that I need the gods' help. It was like a deal. Like, it was like, you you kill anyone I tell you yeah. to. I'm kind of like, feels off. But I'm not, like, I'm not giving up or I'm not, like, hating you anymore. Okay, so, so I think what it's probably along the lines of, like, you're realizing that you don't like the gods. But yeah. you know how to use the gods to get power, and that is through pretending yeah. to be faithful to them. The more powerful I get, the more I can do what I want to do. Like, I can protect you. Definitely. How about belief too is, I don't like the gods, but I can use them. I will work towards increasing my faith. So, I mean, yeah. you're still increasing your faith um, score, but it's more of a, a specific, like, bargain with the gods rather than, like, an actual devotion. You're like, you know what? I'll, I'll continue. Yeah, I'll do the doctrine stuff. I'll do the rituals, whatever. I'll pray to you, but you have to give me something in return. Yeah. Cool. It's ironic that you have the believer trait and I don't. It really is. It really is. And I'm, I'm really interested in that dichotomy because Dellen, you have more faith than him, like in just the stat. But well, I didn't even know believer was a trait. <laughs> Bel- believer is a trait that he got from a specific life path. Um, I'm not actually sure if you can actually buy it. Yeah. Okay. So belief three, did you want to write something about the girl then? Or I know she's not my daughter, but I like see her as that. So I was like, okay. I um vision if i had a daughter i'm gonna protect her. kind of like you know sure. like in uh the last of us belief number three i see maddie as what my daughter could have been i will protect her at all costs and almost like like if she didn't want me to do that and that means she means a lot to me maddie means a lot to me because it's like right i gave up my wife for her basically right no definitely that's kind of like my okay um do you want to change your first instinct then if the goddess tells me to kill someone i kill them because you haven't played to that at all I feel like what has happened up to now is that the goddess has told you to kill people that you're just kind of okay with killing in the first place. Exactly. And now it's like changing. And, and, and I think maybe they might have all been males. And yeah. the abbess was the first female that she asked you to kill. And you're like, um, no. Like, this reminds me too much of my wife. Like, I can't. That's sexist. Well, well also, the abbess, the abbess looks yeah. like her wife, too. Well, looked like his wife, so... <laughs> Okay, Dang, so yeah, yeah did you want a pretty attractive wife then, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, was attractive, man. Uh, I mean, so... she's dead now, but <laughs> <laughs> David, remember that one time we were playing Star Wars: The Old Republic? Yeah, she's uh. like an eight. Now she's a zero. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, I, re- I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Theo, do you, what do you want to write your rewrite your first instinct to be then? Um... I don't know what would be a good instinct for, you know, it has something to do with Abbas and Maddie. Like, kind of like anything that reminds me of my wife, I must protect. If someone reminds me of my wife, I will protect them. That's a thing. Well, I've already fallen for the Abbas. Definitely, yeah. Problem is, I think Alphonse has too. <laughs> so you're going to keep your, your other two instincts, um, Adam. Always judge a book by its cover and never heed danger. I think that could stay. Bates, uh, mark of privilege, uh, rapier wit. Tasting the lash, lice's death. I still need to have someone whip you with a with a whip that gets you to do something. Uh, believer, uh, faithful, and glory hound. 
His character traits are attractive, determined, mercantile, and light blonde hair. Sergio, want to lead us off here? Yeah. All right. My beliefs. I want to whip this group into shape. I will put Dellen in charge and make sure that the others follow his lead. Hey, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to gain the Ticone stewards recognition in the sainthood. I will start by building a base of respectability and discussing the concept with notable religious figures. And I have gained a new site. I will try to learn how to use it. So that's a learn aura reading skill. My instincts are, one, always delegate responsibility to others. If someone tells me what's wrong, then I have an instinct. I have to come up with a solution for them. And I always have food on hand. I like that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now we have food and drink all the time. <laughs> you always have beer. He always has food. And we're set. Ooh, done. My uh, Jesus hoverboard. All water becomes beer. <laughs> I have one character trait. It's loner. Um, and then my die traits are second sight, mark of privilege, pardoner, and tonsured. Yep. So pardoner, I can like change people's beliefs, right? So yeah, if you guys want to make a confession, I can change your beliefs for you. Let's start with this. Sergio, would you reveal yourself to Delon and Alphonse as your uncle or just kind of wait for them to realize it? I'd probably just wait for them to realize it. Oh, it's Uncle Sergio. Oh, man. <laughs> if it took them a long time to do it, I might mention something. But You guys have been, like, you know, um, doing the whole interrogation thing. Alphonse has been seducing the leader of the cultists and all that stuff. The cultists are kind of like, oh, oh Sergio, you did call the guards, correct? Yes. Yeah, so, so they're all coming at the moment. But this is, like, the space right before they're kind of getting here. But yeah, so I think this is the moment right before that happens. If the camera was outside at the moment, we'd probably see the guards coming in, um, swords drawn. They kind of see the nun laying there um, in the middle. And then, you know, the thugs laying there in the middle of the courtyard. Um, and they're kind of like, they're walking into the main doors of the abbey as we kind of cut back to, to all of you guys. Uh, yeah, I think this is the moment where Delon and Alphonse, like Alphonse is coming back with the leader of the cultists after he's just seduced her and, you know, convinced her to, to go yeah. on with his plan. Um, and I think that's the moment. I think, Alphonse, you're the one who realizes it first. Um, you kind of look at Sergio. What are you doing, Sergio? Are you just kind of like hanging out in the back of the room, just kind of chilling? I guess so. Everyone else is interrogating thugs or what? Yeah. What you both know, Dellen and Alphonse, what you know about your uncle is that uh, he left on like a pilgrimage of some sort when you were about nine. And this is basically right as you became pages to become Holy Knights. And I don't know exactly what you remember of your uncle or how your relationship was, but I think we're going to figure that out during this conversation um, where you guys are kind of talking to each other and figuring out like how that, so we'll kind of just play that out in the conversation to figure out what, what you guys thought of each other. Um, so feel free to make up whatever, um, cause it's not set in stone right now. Um, and I think this is the, yeah, when Alphonse walks back into the room, he kind of sees Sergio across the room and, and obviously you guys were in the middle of a big chaotic situation before and you didn't really have, you know, you weren't really thinking of the fact that there's this other guy. And also, he, he looks way older than you remember him, because um, you remembered him when he was, like, you know, in his 20s. And, yeah, it's been 20 years since you saw him. So, it, it definitely takes you a little while. But I think, yeah, Alphonse, when you walk in the room, you realize that that shaggy, um, scraggly-looking pilgrim in the back of the room with the bow is actually your Uncle Sergio. And you come to the realization. So, what do you do? Hey, Uncle Sergio, you're a lot more dirty than I remember. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> About time you remembered me. 
I'm sorry. Have you. a snack. <laughs> <laughs> what is Sergio's voice like? I and obviously I'm not asking him to like do a voice or whatever, know. but like he sounds like this <laughs> all the time. You didn't choose the castrati path, <laughs> Sergio. He was kicked really hard when he was young. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it, guys. You should do the whole, describe your voice in three characters. Batman, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the black hole from Interstellar. Oh my god. <laughs> See, your voice is so low that the atoms in the room start to just like pull towards you. <laughs> vibrate yep. apart. You see you I see Theo be dragged across. Because uh, <laughs> you know he's an atom. Uh, uh, thank I don't you. think we can be friends anymore. <laughs> Caleb. Oh, Caleb. Really? That's that was the pun that did it? Yeah. <laughs> So he has a deep, gravelly voice? Um, yeah, like a kindly deep voice, which sounds like it hasn't been used in a while. Okay. I clasp his hand and just go, go for a bro hug. Oh my god. Yeah. So what have you been up to, Alphonse, in these last 20 years? Uh, well, I was getting executed by my dad and, uh... I just kind of walk up and, like, push him and, like, you don't want to know. <laughs> like, push him to the side. Uh, How have you been, Uncle? Pretty good. Your character's yep. a part of the church, right? Like, yeah. Yes, I'm a tantric okay. cleric partner person. He's also a part of the healing magic. He doesn't know. He doesn't no. have any disciplines. I didn't do any magic. I didn't know magic was too much of a thing. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. Other than my... Uh, yeah, he does have the second sight, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mm-hmm. second sight. He has some weird aura reading magic crap going on, so... One of us needs to snap. Into magic. Wait, does that mean you can see all of his glowing since we all have magic in us? Have that spell? I mean, if he made a test, if, I, if he made a roll, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna look at something else and turn around and be like, "What? Oh, okay." If I have it on, actually, and I have to do something else, I get like negative rolls to physical tests. Like if I'm uh-huh. in combat and I turn it on. Yep, that's a bummer. Uh, so, Sergio, are you going to tell them, like, the reason that you're here? Or, or are Dylan and Alphonse going to ask the reason? Because this guy just showed up oh, randomly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What brought you here? So, I was sent by the church to uh, monitor your little task force here. Apparently, they think you need some more supervision and a little bit of organization as well. What? Us? That's my job. What? Dylan shoots you in dirty look, Alphonse. I like Dylan's been doing such a great job leading us so far. <laughs> Shakes his head. Perfect. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, yeah. From what I've seen, Dylan, it looks like you're the uh, leader of the group. He's like, well, if that's the case, it's news to me. My character would make a ploy for being a leader, but I'm, I'd be a blind guy, so it'd be, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you don't want to follow the blind guy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think we need to. Uh, Get you a little bit more respect around here. And, uh, Cantarius, you are in the room, so you're hearing this probably. Yeah, I know. I'll have to meet the I rest of your team here. But, you know, he says they're at a tower on the edge of the cliff back there for security. Yeah, some of them are busy killing children, and the other ones are guarding the others. <laughs> okay. So well, and you think cool. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well,. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay I, I, do not this is why i'm here so so i think what happens the guards come in and oh, they crap. they they all have their swords drawn and they shout 
Everyone on the floor now! You're all under arrest! Wait, wasn't I the one that brought the guards? Yep. Here? I Wait, well, you, didn't, you didn't bring them here? You basically are like, hey, like, back me up. I'm going in, like, get the guards together and come follow me, kind of a thing. Something going on at the Abbey. I, I look to Sergio, I'm just like, yeah, don't worry. I got this. I, I yell in a triumphant, manly voice. I'm like, yeah, with the church, do not worry. He just, like, gives you a look and then, like, hardens his grip on his sword. He's like, on the floor now. I just turn and look at him. As, I mean, I assume you can tell he's tonsured. Is he? Does it look like he's trying to get me to do the same? Oh, yeah. He's, have... he's speaking to everybody. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I any of tell everyone to, to sit down. Like, come on, guys. Just follow the orders. I know him. I'm just going to sit cross-legged and stare at them. In a classic meditation pose? Yes. Can I make an aura reading check on the dude? Absolutely. You can make an aura reading check. Raw. I need to get those training things up. Let's do it on everybody you meet. A square one's across the road. Is it magical? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so what exactly you're trying to do with aura reading, Trevor? Determine his intentions. You can read a mood. Wow. Yeah, you can sense oh, a person's intent, which is dude. ob four. That would Where double, do I get a second pair that, of eyes? That would double to ob eight, though. That so would be impossible it's, for me it's, to it would be a, you could read a mood um, for ob two. You can detect if the subject is alive, dead from this plane or another. Um. <laughs> sure. Wait, so is this a skill we can just open? So, because I have the second sight, I can train this. Yeah. Um, if you have some kind oh, okay. of... But he doesn't actually give you the skill? Just lets you train it? No, the second it gets, sight trait would be like the ability... Yeah, to... it's literally the same as Gifted, because Gifted gives oh, you oh, the propensity for magic, and right. yeah, does, but doesn't give you any of the skills, so... That makes sense. You can buy spells, so... I guess I'll do mood yeah. for two, which would double to four, right? Yeah. You succeeded. Nice. nice. Oh, I did. Yes. Hurrah. His mood is a sort of, like, righteous indignation. Like, he believes that he is totally in the right. Um, you sense a bit of a, a lack of responsibility for this, in the sense that he has the authority of someone else behind his actions, and he has this like, sort of boldness. He feels like he can order this, like, even against the Holy Knight, and get away with it. Okay. Who was it that I let know that the guards... One of the, just probably just, yeah, random guard at the gate when you went into the nunnery. Which guard was it? You recognize him in the crowd. Okay. What are they doing once we're sitting down? I mean, I don't... Yeah, Delon doesn't sit. Um, uh, Can I, like, wave the dude that I told about her? I see you've come now. Refusing to meet your gaze. Hey, guys, I can throw my sword skill again. (laughs) I'm just gonna sit. Okay. And eat a snack. <laughs> I'm not concerned. Like just eat some like nuts or something. Yep. Yeah, Alphonse Cantarius, what do you guys do? I mean the the old cultists are already like sitting and bound and stuff like that, so persuasion but. check. Okay, so what is your persuasion? Like what's your intent? Convince them that we're, you know, with the church and you know on their side and whatnot. That you're with the church and you're on their side? Yeah. That specifically, it is going to be an ob seven, I think, for that specifically, uh-huh. that intent. I mean, to be fair, you got a 12 when you tried to convince me not to stab you, so let's do this. Um, no, yeah. ob, ob 8, actually. Go ob okay. Eight. Will that be a challenging roll if my persuasion is only 7? Yeah, it should be challenging. You just okay, can't use then any I'm stuff. not going to add any modifiers. Yeah, I don't add any modifiers. Because, uh, you know, I want the, the roll. Yeah. And I still somehow get it. You have a fate. Wait, you, have you, you have a 6, so you can spend a fate. I mean, I have to get what two 6s in a row. No, you need to get a six. Uh, like one six in a row. And then one a, six and then a success, yeah. I don't want to spend any of my 20 fate. If you're going to spend fate, you want to spend it on persuasion. Yeah. Because then if you stack up enough of them, you can 
shade shift it? If he has gray, can he ever stay it into white? That's probably what that would be. I mean, to be honest, I can't think of any other thing he would do. If Jared's failing, can I try and call on the guy I know? Be like, hello, fellow in the back. Can you please explain to your compatriots that we are, uh, you've seen me. I, uh, these people are with me here. Uh, unless you put a roll behind that, he's just going to avoid you, avoid your gaze. So if you wanted okay. to make a roll, you could possibly I will make his attention. A persuasion on? Probably. Like, let's see. I would see. I would think okay. that would probably be a persuasion. Okay. So persuasion is trying to get someone to do something because it's in their own best interest. How are you trying to, to phrase this so that's in his own best interest to, to what? Like, what, what is, are you trying to get him to do? Can I imply that to not do it will be a... A sin or something? Yeah, well, would I get, wouldn't I get, like, a partner reputation? See, the thing is, I don't think he knows that you're a partner. If you held up a partner coin and, like... He knows... He knows that he's at least some sort of monk, right? Because he has hair, but he's tonsured in yeah. that one spot. Or not tonsured, but he has shade in that. So is he knows not an outward of sign of being a partner? You can make that up. What if there's a necklace with a coin on it, essentially? Sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so you can mm. you could add that in. That would be like an advantage dice. Okay. So, yeah, real persuasion at with one modifier. Unless you want to fork in some other skills. Can I, like, mention that to bear false witness would be, like, add some intimidation <laughs> in there? Definitely. Yep. Can I help him? <laughs> yep, you can help him. Sweet. With some suasion, I'm, I'm guessing. No, I have a question. If I have and multiple how, skills that are appropriate... Like I can only use choose one. Okay, yeah. I thought so. How does meditation work for forking? Using meditation, a character may center before taking a test for another skill. This is a linked test. It would just be a linked test. You're just like, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like, you don't have to, I don't know if you have to do it for... It doesn't specify that you have to do it for a certain amount of time. So if you if you literally, like, while this is all going on and, like, Jared's like or Alphonse trying to persuade them, you you're just like centering like yourself. Of what to say? Or yeah, whatever. definitely. So go ahead and make a links test with meditation before you start this. Then, and if you let's see, it's an ob two. Probably not that difficult. I am sitting and eating peanuts, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a good color. Um, yeah. So you can go ahead and add another dice for the links you test. Have five there. meditation, man. So I, I think that's three modifiers altogether, or no, four with twenty years in the woods put four modifiers on that persuasion roll. So you're actually rolling oh, with more dice than, uh, than Alphonse was. So the ob is still eight. Wow. So. But it's not gray. Oh, yeah, I mean, so I, can, I can help him too. Oh, yeah. Alphonse should help too. He's just convincing that guy to vouch for us, right? Not the main guy to give up. Yeah. So is the difficulty, wouldn't it be lower? I mean, this guy's probably not the same. His will's lower. Mm, six. It's still kind of difficult. But it's definitely within the realms of possibility with the dice you're rolling. So, What's and, your base and with fate. So, five. Base situation is five. So he's rolling nine Dang. dice. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you convince this guy. He's like, he he kind of like nudges his sergeant. He's like, sir, I, I, he was sent by the church. I don't think we should go against him. He seemed to be, have a lot of authority. I mean, he's a pardoner for the great God's sake. I still nods. He's like that kid's. How old is the guy? How old is the guard? Uh, about nineteen. He's like, kid's got a good head on his shoulders. You should listen to him. I mean, he's got his hand on his sword. What are you, you going to say to him? Like, what's your intent here? For him to understand that we were a part of the, uh, the response to the situation and, not, and that we can help with uh, cleaning up investigations stuff. As you start to talk to him, like with that, he, he responds back and he says, the mayor himself has ordered me to arrest all of you. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you're taking your orders from a heretic? What? Wait, the mayor is a heretic? 
I don't know. He told me that all of the patron saints should go to chaos. So I've basically just been operating under the assumption that he's a heretic, even though that's all the proof I have. Um, <laughs> I just don't like him. And, I, and he said that, and I'm like, you know what? You're a heretic. The sergeant basically says, Mr. Nav has personally given me an order, and I will not go against it. He basically says, like, you being part of the church is the reason why he's having me arrest you. Like, we've been led to believe that, like, you are not who you say you are, that you are not part of the church, and that you should be arrested and brought before Ichernav because he is a holy advocate and he has the right as a lawman to bring yeah. you before justice. So, so I give no craps. I draw my sword and I'm like, if, if <laughs> wait, a heretic's wait, wait, giving, you, giving you orders, then that makes you know better. I'm like, surrender now or we'll see this through. Okay, what, what, what Sergio? No, we do not resort to violence here. Um, <laughs> it's a shame that we must resort, resort to violence. Paying attention. <laughs> Thank you, Connor. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming I have some, like, official papers or something from the uh, Holy City, because that's where I came you from. You have an official head. Like, my You're already doubting that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you probably, yeah. That'd be a reasonable assumption. Okay, can I uh, bring those out? Try and explain. Hey, I just came directly from the capital, and okay. I don't know what uh, assumption you have with these guys as far as heresy. Okay, so I mean, go ahead and make that persuasion roll then. So you're you're kind of trying to persuade them him that you are part of the church and that you should not arrest us. Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, Dellen drawing his sword is not going to help that roll. Sorry. Does Maya rebuke get me any points with the guard? Not necessarily. What are you going to be? So you're rolling persuasion, and then you're um, okay. So so the I think the ob in this situation is going to be that eight again. Because, I mean, Alphonse failed, so it's not like he wore him down or anything like that. So, yeah, still stubborn, and he's like, nope, uh-uh, this is not happening. But now you have 12 dice, right? Okay. Add plus two for me. So, yeah, if you want to... Uh, yeah, that would have been... Cantarius, do you want to add anything to this? Uh, honestly, I think I'm biting my tongue because of my instinct. To, uh, if there's a confrontation, I take the lead. But I really don't want to get into this because... Right. <laughs> Because uh, Sergio is here, so I feel like if we do anything out of turn, he's just going to kill us all. Who is going to kill you all? I mean, Sergio. Me? <laughs> okay. I mean, he's related to two of us, and I'm pretty sure, as skillful as you are, I'm quite certain your sword is not better than mine. The guy who is sitting on the floor eating peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a partner. His job is to make people yeah. not guilty. But I mean, I understand what you mean. Like, you're This is a pretty dangerous situation. Honestly, I, just, I, really, I really want to just jump in and just like like yeah. start cutting out the bandit's hands or something well, like right. that. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's the other thing is that if we engage these guards there is now a group full of yeah. heretics with access to their weapons at our yeah. backs. But I'm okay with that. So Because I had made that aura roll on him before to determine his mood, can I add another dice from that? Absolutely, yeah. I was going to say that. So, And then cool. he gets a dice from convincing the guy, right? So that's 13 in total? Yeah, it sounds like it. If you're using all the same rolls, you add a uh, two for my persuasion. Yeah, that's that's including that. Yeah. So, so yeah, thirteen dice against total. eight. No, you he failed. failed. How did you lose? <laughs> How did I fail? You have you have three sixes though. So if you spend a fate oh. point, you can roll three more dice. I don't. It's always a mathematic poss mathematical possibility. Yeah, I guess I'll spend a fate point. <laughs> okay. Oh, I oh got you got it. it. You got you two got successes. It. You're good. Yeah. Yep. So I think what happens is the sergeant like just slowly lowers his sword and he says, I'm so sorry. I now I've said he I and he he basically just like prostrates himself before you. And he's like, please forgive me of my sins. It's OK, my child. You have done nothing wrong here. You were only doing your duty. 
Yeah, you said duty. <laughs> so I'm like, now that we're all on the same page, perhaps you'd like to escort these individuals to their cells. Yes, yes. Where they will have their hands yes, sir. Right away, sir. And yeah, they they grab the cultists. After they have an opportunity to make a full confession. Now, now. First uh, and first, Connor. Can I positions? Needs to get I'm going to cut their hands first. First, get a confession. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They can still confess without their hands. I mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah, as long as you don't cut out their tongue. But if they don't have their hands, they can't shoot people with bows anymore, so it's a win-win. Exactly. Yeah, so, um... Or the, stab uh, children. Oh, yeah, that's easy. I mean, they, they, they drag off that one teen as well. He's one, he's one of the cultists, so... Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Frenta, the leader, she's being, like, dragged by Alphonse, and, uh, like, when she, like, gets next to him, whispers, like, is this part of the plan? I thought we were... Like, what's happening? She's supposed to take us to the rest of them. But if she doesn't have her giant army with her, that'll be a much more effective plan on our yeah. part. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I mouth out all in due time. I think she, like, kind of... Can I make a hearing test? Yeah. Yay, so I succeeded. Nice. So you hear that? So, so you, you've been making tests to, like, hear all of their plans and stuff like that. So you know okay. exactly what's going on with Alphonse and the girl. So, or no one else really does. So what do you do, Alphonse, in response to when she says that? I just mouth out all in due time, my dear. Yeah, okay, I think she gives you kind of like a longing look. Can I make a perception check to see what's going on over there, too? <laughs> to, to see? <laughs> <laughs> no. It is impossible for you to make visual-based perception tests. Sweet. You know what you could do? Okay, I was about to say what? <laughs> you could make an untrained sensory discipline sight test to try to break through your blindness. That is totally a thing that you could do. What? So go ahead and add to being learned. He's using magic. Because he has the sensory discipline. Um, the only one he's trained in oh. is hearing, but he has all the senses technically available to him. <laughs> you pull a toss comb? Yeah. Vibration. Um, yeah, it's based on perception. Yeah, so go ahead and roll that. I think the odd for this is going to be six. Um, unfortunately, that's going to double for 12 for you, but you still will start learning the skill. So Okay, cool. Oh my god! So yeah, that, that didn't work at all. <laughs> that was just sad. Okay, so what is what is going through Cantarius' mind when he's trying to see? Like, what what is this? Just so suspicious that it comes through his sight. Yeah, I mean, I probably do that all the time. Pretend to see. Uh, and, like, and try this, to imagine stuff. Yeah, definitely. And this time, you just feel... Okay, so yeah, you feel this pressure in your head. And you, you almost, almost see color. You think you might have seen something, but then... You get it, that red hue from when you close your eyes. Yeah, and looking at yeah, the sun. just ever so slightly, but then it goes away and you're not even sure if you saw it or if you imagined it. Okay. Careful, Connor. You'll end up peering into, like, the Elder God's world. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and mark... Yeah, go ahead and mark that bubble next we to you. We just need to stick some steel through his eyes, so we'll be fine. So yeah, you need to make so, uh, only four tests to learn that skill, so... Because he has six perception. Surprised you haven't done this already. That's a good, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why either. <laughs> so as soon as they pull Frinta past Alphonse, I'm going to walk up to him and be like, so what did you do? How did you convince her? Or do I not want to know? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say I have a plan to, to get her to lead us to the main base. Force. Whatever. Do you care to elaborate? She agreed to a plan to just give up her friends? In, in a sense, yes. Let's wait until we're alone. <laughs> you just like elbow me, and I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. Fine. I'll tell you when uh, yeah. we're alone with Sir Jugio. Sir, 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 okay. 
Well, they're like taking up the heretics and stuff. I'll uh, go around to each one of them and offer them old confessor's habit. So I need to offer a confession to each one. Oh, okay. The the other heretics. Sure. I mean, just to uh, offer that if they need to make a confession. Oh, just as like a group? Just kind of like announce it? Yeah, well, go to each one individually. Sure, sure. uh, Not actually give it to them now. Right, right. Okay. And I think a few of them probably nod, but they don't yet really say anything. Mm -hmm. Do you offer that to Frinta? Yeah. I think she just gives you a like a a hard look and then just turns away from you. And then Connor offers her a peanut. (laughs) Anybody want a peanut? Uh, I, I said Connor succeeded his hearing check for hearing the guards. Indeed, I did. Yeah, so um, the guards are basically just talking about, um, like, what does this mean for the mayor? Are we gonna, are we gonna arrest him? Like, what's happening? Okay, like that kind of talk. Okay, and, and the mayor is the person you found to be a heretic, right, David? Well, okay. All I know <laughs> is that he blasphemed in front of me. Like that was all he did. He basically like but, swore in front of him, kind of a thing, like using yeah, the, he, the patron saints. The con, so okay. I don't have any real proof, but... You guys know who else is a heretic? Lice. Lice is heretic. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try wow. Oh, so oh. Wow. Anyway, oh. um, okay, so... Oh, yeah, so what are you guys, like, planning on doing at this moment? Well, I'm gonna wait for Sergio and then tell him the plan. The plan. What the is plan. the plan, my child? And then, then impress him with my knowledge. Is it just Sergio Dellen and uh, Connor now? Cantarius, yeah. So yeah, they lead uh, those people off, hold us off to like home up scale or whatever. Um, and you guys are kind of like left there. And I think the sergeant like comes up to you guys like right like when they're all leaving, kind of a thing, and basically just says, "I'm sorry that I I interfered with the the church." And he kind of like looks at Sergio and he says, "Do you?" Have a, a coin that you could give me, perhaps? Yes, yes, I do. You were just doing your duty. But if you feel that you need forgiveness, here's a coin. And he, he like, grasps it and says, Thank you. Thank you very much, partner. So wait, if you get one of those coins, you're seen as forgiven for our, all of your transgressions? And pretty much, yeah, pretty much. <sighs> oh, <laughs> then oh, Dylan won't be able oh. to be mad at me anymore. <laughs> If you wanted a coin, we probably would have like gone into the back room and done an actual confession. Because wouldn't a coin be like everything? Yeah. Also, Jared, technically you have been forgiven for all of the things. Mm-hmm. That, you're you're completely you exonerated. No, uh, doubly holy. He just doesn't care. Also, the real question is, why didn't Delane just go get a coin when he killed the what's-his-face and be like, look, I have a coin, get over it. <laughs> um, because, like, I mean, you might have, but friendship. yeah, I think the, the Inquisitors were like, nope. Doesn't count. You're an idiot. Kind of a thing. Must be nice to just mm-hmm. decide for God. I think that actually might be part of the job of Inquisitors, uh, is they can kind of like veto forgiveness for those things. I hope so, because that's re- that's really yeah. OP otherwise. This has nothing to do with it, but uh, that's fine. For practicality's sake, they should have it so that the church people donate the coins back during the service, so then they don't run out of coins. You don't have to keep making them. Oh yeah. Um, Maybe that's where they're officially forgiven. They, like, display it, and they're forgiven, and then they give the coin back. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We cut and go to Theo, because he's been doing stuff while you guys have been doing things. So let's let's go and jump to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Theo, we jump to the point where uh, your wife appears to you in front of your face and tells you to kill a 12-year-old girl. So, uh, how do you respond to that? Do it. Do it. 
Dude. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm changing my mind. I'm breaking. I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. And I just don't do it. The Abbas is probably like standing over Maddie looking concerned. I'd just be like, look at her and be like, there's nothing we can do right now. Have we tried healing her or no? Yeah, the doctor ha- has been like trying to like keep her from getting any worse. He failed at that, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I think what this is then is um, I'm going to go ahead and make that roll for uh, this doctor person. Is this a traumatic wound? It is a mortal wound at this point. Wow, um, she's going to die. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, uh, mortal wound is seven for surgery, but uh, he, he does get some help from, he has, I believe, two skills to fork in, and then he has two nuns helping him. So he has four. So, oh my goodness. You have to heal from each type of wound in succession. It's crazy. It's dying yeah. in my arms. Make a prayer for a boon. Or oh, a dice. Or yeah, you can make a prayer for that. Yeah, make a prayer for the, let's see, it's, it would be... Um, Three or two for you. Yep, maybe two. Faith roll, right? Yep, it'd be faith ob two. That's not a good color. He did, <laughs> he did get a six, though, and if yeah, you... It re-rolls it, though, doesn't it? Uh, but yeah, he can still spend a fate to re-roll one of the right. failed dice, so... That's true. Oh, sweet. No. You got a three. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that gives you any more um, for getting oh, that. If, if you were rolling an aid, you could, but uh, that's specifically for you. Yeah, um, you give him one dice. Here's the roll. Let's see what happens. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a failure. Oh. Um, and no sixes. But that was for Josh? Crab. No, that was for uh, the doctor. Yeah, he failed. So, that's, um, that's good. <laughs> I had a dream about this. A little girl died in my arms. Are you serious? I think what happens at this point. Prophetic. Okay, so so I think this is what happens. Um, the, the little girl just starts like spasming and the doctor's like, she's gone. There's nothing I can do for her. I don't even know what this illness is. I cannot treat it. And then green smoke starts pouring from her mouth and her nose green smoke pours out of her face straight into theo's face go ahead and make an ob4 health test theo wait what the heck is this is this a zombie apocalypse you start like almost immediately start like feeling feverish you're coughing in you know green the green smoke what do you do like do you this green smoke is still pouring out of out of this little Um, girl I'd, i'd tell the abbess to get out Go make a persuasion test for me. It's not going to be a super hard persuasion test, but just to kind of like motivate people to run, um, go ahead and make an ob2 persuasion test for me, Theo. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just hey see. guys, there's some weird green smoke. You should probably get out of here. I don't know. It requires an no, ob2 like, No, no, no. Like, this test. is the thing. Like, they're, gonna, they're going to leave, <laughs> but like, this is like how easy he could convince them to get the heck out of well, here as fast as he can. His parents, the, her parents might not leave at all. I can never win anything, man. Uh, wait, why did it... Oh, Because, because of, of your wounds. wounds. Yeah. You still have those those wounds from the lightning and the arrows, so... <laughs> wait, he's oh, less convincing because he got struck by lightning? He's still dealing with all of that pain, and yeah, so like, nothing so he do, does oh, is... Oh, yeah, oh, like, nothing he does yeah. is at, at his full capacity. You fail the persuasion, so I think people kind of, like, they're, they're like, they're freaking out, and so they're kind of like, like stumbling over each other. They don't really go as fast as you might, might like. And so um, the abbess is going to have to go ahead, and, and some of the nuns are going to go ahead and make health tests as well. Unfortunately, it's going to be less for them, because they are, didn't get like a, a face full of it. But okay, so this is the abbess's health test. Looks like she failed. No, you're killing everyone, daughter. It was all your fault. <laughs> hey, now. 
that's the nuns. So I don't think any of the nuns get it. But uh, unfortunately, um, the only one that matters, the, the, the abbess gets it. Yeah. So I think what happens is, I mean, you failed to convince anyone to go fast, but you definitely wow. did not convince the girl's parents to do anything to, to leave. Yeah. So so the girl's parents, that like, they, they go towards her. So yeah. they have to make a harder test here. It looks like the, the blacksmith succeeded because he has some good health. Um, but the wife may not. Oh, if the wife and the daughter die, oh man, that guy's going to hate you so much. Yeah, <laughs> so she failed that test. So she also has it, whatever it is. So, no. so I think what happens is like, you know, the nuns are all, and the nuns and the doctors, they, they kind of like scatter out of the, the tower. Um, unfortunately, yeah, they, they go outside because, I mean, there's no good place to be in this tower without breathing in that smoke at this point because it's just pouring out of her face. But yeah, so what do you do you feel? Um, and, and do you like try to physically like get the wife and the blacksmith out of here? And the abbess, yes. The abbess gets out, but she managed to inhale some of it. So okay, yeah, I'm going to get them out. What do you do to try to convince them? They're like weeping over their dead daughter. Persuasion? You didn't persuade. Yeah, yeah. it's like let it ride. You did not persuade them to get yeah, out. You technically already persuaded. So it depends on what your intent here is. Like, if you are you trying to tell them something other than get out now, kind of a thing. No, I was forcefully grabbing them and dragging them out. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, you can do that. It would be a power test versus power test. So so the blacksmith gets two. And I think he has a fate point, so I'm going to re-roll that six for him. Okay, so his is four, actually. And hers is... And I'm also going to roll the six for her. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, um, they both got fours on the roll. So if you can get a four or above, then you can drag them out. Otherwise, they're staying put. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, I mean, you had two dice to do that. So in your weakened state, you just can't make them budge whatsoever. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna try and do that myself. Okay. Can I like pray while I'm doing that? To do what exactly? To heal yourself? Yeah. Yep. That's op four faith. I'm gonna fail probably. Yep. I always do. <laughs> it's because you keep failing that you never advance this stupid attribute. Oh, you don't get tests for faith. No. Wow. Mm -mm. That's rough. You still have a disease. This is going beautifully. Basically, what that their, um, basically what that means die. for you. Theo. I got struck by lightning, shot by arrows, hailed a toxic disease. Basically, so what that me. means for you is that you have another light wound, which possibly <laughs> will increase depending on if you don't get treated for this thing. So yeah, you. I mean, you have two light wounds. You have an arrow wound and this disease now that haven't been treated yet. Well, you should probably have the doctor at least treat your arrow wound. Right? Doesn't get worse. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, basically what happened, you're, you're feeling pretty feverish. You also see that the abbess is looking feverish as well. She's sweating profusely. Um, yeah, what do you do? Oh is that because she's hot? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was a wow. for that. So, yeah, um, do you want to have the doctor try to take a look at you guys, or what? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I think the doctor comes up to you, and I think he, he has this look of determination on his face, like, I lost that patient, but I will not lose you two, kind of a thing. And I think he goes to work on your arrow wound first. Because he's like, yeah, that's like, that's not going to help you get over this disease. So I'm going to take care of that real quick, like bind it up. Yay. Okay, so go ahead and make an ob2 health test for me. If you're successful, the pain fades immediately. Health doesn't get affected by wounds, luckily. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, I've been defeated. 
Okay, so yeah, the pain the pain from that goes away immediately, so that means one of your light wounds is gone. No, wait, that wasn't a light wound. Um, it was the superficial wound, sorry. You can mark that routine health test. Yeah, and then he goes ahead and goes to work on the the disease. Um, and I, I think he, he's like talking to you as he's doing this. He's like, I think I got it too late last time, but I think I can treat the preliminary stages much easier. And, and the nuns help him as well. And I believe that's still up too. Yep. So he should succeed. With yeah. flying colors. Uh, really bad luck. So any success is good yeah, for me. He succeeds with that. So for you, let's see, a light wound. Yeah, so go ahead and make an ob2 health test for me. And if you succeed that, then uh, you will be completely cured of this disease. Yes! Woo! Awesome. Get another routine health test. Yep. He can't treat the light wound that remains from your, um, your burns because that just has to heal naturally. But you do not have the extra light wound. So you only have one light wound penalty at this point. I can deal with that for now. But yeah, so he's going to go ahead and do the same thing to the abbess. Yay. Awesome. And then she has to make an Ob2 health test. Isn't this fun, Wait, guys? Wait, what kind of surgery is this? I mean, he's just using his doctoring knowledge. He also has a couple other skills okay. he's using. So. so he's not actually performing I surgery can, right now? He used the apothecary last time, okay, right? Good. Yeah. I was about to say, I just I just looked over at the thing and I was like, surgery? What's going on? How did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> She's succeeded on the health test, so she's also good. Uh, the knobs are still inside, so, or the navs, actually. The blacksmith family is still inside. And you see some of the green smoke kind of dissipating out the windows a bit, like leaking through the cracks of the door, too. So, yeah, I mean, do you want to, what do you want to do? We're not going you, in there. You're just going to leave them? Breath and run back in. Oh, uh, that, would that work, Caleb? From everything you, everybody's figured out so far, it should just be um, breath-related. It's just, to inhaled, for to hold my breath. it's just an inhaled toxin. Um, nothing. You can hold your breath just fine. It depends on how how long you stay in there. I might have you make a fort test or a health test or something like that. Well, if you okay, have to hold yeah, your breath I'm for a certain amount of time. Try grab them. I'm going to use my power again. Okay. And after, now that you're a little bit healed, it should work better. I think you go in um, and uh, the the wife is dead on the ground spouting the same smoke from her mouth. Um, and the husband is just weeping bitterly over her body and just like screaming because his whole world is just collapsed. I'm going to make a health test for him real quick just to see if he, if he yeah, got it. Yeah, because he would be weakened. Like exactly. he wouldn't be able to fight me as well. Yeah, he failed that. So he does have it now. So I'm going to go ahead and reroll that power test with the, the light wound that he's accrued. So go ahead. That, you're rolling against a two for power test. They just won't come. Wow. Yeah. Like, so, so I think, I think he's basically like, knock him out. definitely you can, you can do that. Um, uh, go, I'm going to do it. I'm getting real brawling, real brawling. It's going to be hard to do while holding your breath. I'm like, hold my breath, beating up people. Well, I'm like, but it's oh, also going to be hard for him to resist while breathing in the smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so, so I think, I think what happens is like, he is like almost frothing at the mouth. Like he's like, I am determined to die here with my wife. And I think he says that. I think he looks at you after you're trying to like wrestle with him. And he says, leave me to die. And he's, yeah, he just goes back to crying over his wife. I'm just going to leave him be. All right. Go get some fresh air. <laughs> yeah. So you take a really big gulp of air and you get outside and you're, you're almost got to the point where you, you're about to breathe in, but you managed to get out in time. Is that it for you then, Adam? Um, probably. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, what, what do you think your character will be kind of do after this? Just kind of stay by the abbess, probably? Yeah. 
Okay. How much are you going to tell our characters about what happened? Because how much Connor finds out about what happened might have an impact on him or will have an impact yeah. on him. Yeah. I'd probably so, tell him. Yeah, you just probably yeah, tell right. everybody. Okay. All right. I'm going to murder somebody tonight, probably. <laughs> probably. So yeah, uh, let's go ahead and take our second break there. And then come back and figure out what happens to the rest of everybody. So This is fun. We've learned several of the things that spending Artha, such as Fate Points and Persona Points, on a given roll can accomplish. There are two other Artha feats that are slightly different and more significant than the others. An Aristea is the first one, and an Epiphany the second. Both are gained only after spending multiple of each type of Artha, Fate Points, Persona Points, and Deeds Points, on a given stat, skill, or attribute. These do not have to be spent simultaneously, but instead can be slowly built up over multiple rolls, spending Fate, Persona, and Deeds as you go. An Aristea costs 5 Fate Points, 3 Persona Points, and 1 Deeds Point spent on one specific stat, skill, or attribute. Once the Artha is spent, you may choose one of two options. Either a player may choose to shade shift one of their stats, skills, or attributes one shade lighter for the duration of an entire scene, a fight, a goal, a gauntlet, an argument, etc. Or they may choose to ignore all wounds or other subtracted die penalties while they accomplish one simple goal. The goal must be defined when the Aristea is activated. The other Artha feat, more difficult to get, is the Epiphany. By embodying their persona, truly fulfilling their destiny, and moving beyond their bounds, a character may undergo a permanent shade shift of one of the character's stats, skills, or attributes. In order to earn this fantastic boon, a player must push and test one of their character's abilities past its limits. Not only must the ability in question be used at critical junctures in the story, but the player must spend Artha on those tests. To shade to the next lighter shade, a player must spend a total of 3 Deeds points, 10 Persona points, and 20 Fate points. If a player has spent this much Artha on one of their character's abilities, then the ability immediately and permanently takes on its new shade. Artha spent for an Aristea also counts for an Epiphany. One quick note before we get back to the action. Adam had to step out of the game for the rest of the session, and so Theo's character will be played by me in any relevant scenes moving forward in Episode 6. The same goes with Antonius, since Josh is also gone. Alright, without further ado, let's get back to Crow Inquisitors.
Hello, everybody. So I think what happens then is, I think we pop back over to the rest of you guys. What do you do after? I know Alphonse was going to tell everybody the plan. So I'm going to probably start with that. Yes. I like plans. So I'm like, hey, Sergio, I I got a plan. Yeah. Are you planning on telling Connor the plan or was it just me and Trevor? I mean, if he's there, I don't care. I'm just... If anything, it's better, because then he'll just get to bask in my amazingness. <laughs> like, hey, Sergio, I got a plan. Whoa. Hit me with it, nephew. I thoroughly seduced the, the main heretic lady, and she's, like, super in love with me. So all we have to do um, is do a, do a faux breakout with me breaking her out, and then you guys just follow us. And then she'll lead us to the main heretic camp. Huh? Wait. So you want to break them out of prison? Just break out the main lady. I'll convince her that once we get all the rest of her heretics, we'll come back for her friends. It might be safer if we pardoned her with a... But then she'll expect a trap. Say you stole it. I don't care. We have coins. But if we pardon her, then there won't be other people besides us trying to kill the two of you. Oh. Because if we do a break, then the guards will probably... I mean, if we don't ask the guards to help us... Well, I mean, no, well yeah, we're, we're going to get the guards in on it. That, that, was, that, that was part of the plan. Just have oh. like some guards like pretend to be knocked out in the hallway. Fair enough. That would work. So, okay. I think it sounds like, I'm not sure I approve of your methods, but for once, you actually did pretty good. Uh, he kind of just walks away like he never <laughs> to say. Nice. Well, I uh, suppose that may work, but is this our only way of... Uh, Finding out where the rest of the heretics are. I mean, unless you want to, to torture them, probably it may or may not succeed. Where this, she already trusts me. Or unless you have some magical ability that lets you automatically figure out where heretic camps are. Of course I do. I trained in that skill. <laughs> yeah. And if not, if, we can always kill her and then torture the rest of them. If she's willing to uh, make a proper confession, that would also bolster the uh we do have a little bit of extra leverage um, there's a woman named yuma i believe mm-hmm. who i apprehended earlier who should be assuming that guard was competent uh currently in a cell they appear to have pretty strong ties uh, at least yuma was very strongly defensive of printa so we may have extra leverage there in terms of allies and other things we can use can i go seduce her as well uh, she was pretty hard-headed. I'm not sure that's going to work. She was a lot more... <laughs> and the, uh, the, bad, and the heretic leader wasn't? I don't know. No, not compared to her. She was her, uh, her stone wall. I mean, that may have just been the fact that you stink at interrogation. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but... I mean, she was pretty much, like, right off the bat, super hostile. Well, now I gotta try, just to prove you wrong. I mean, I'm not saying it's yeah, impossible. I'm just saying it's gonna be pretty difficult. I assume it'll be harder than it was with Rita. And then we can break them both out. Uh, And then what happens when that love triangle collapses and they kill each other? Let's hope they get to the town first. Mm -hmm. Ignoring your character, as soon as that started happening, you just stop it. So, So, Connor, (laughs) do you let us know about, like, hearing the the mayor? I don't think it's too important, but I would have asked. Well, I mean, if the mayor is a heretic... And we're going into, like, jurisdiction as far as, like, releasing prisoners and stuff. David knows that. I don't know that. He could be a hindrance if he figures out what we're doing. I'm pretty sure I said that out loud, didn't I? Yeah. At least you okay. know that, well, yeah, because I accused him of working for a heretic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I also might have mentioned that 
that was on very shaky grounds. But I mean, he blasphemed. My character doesn't care anymore. He's a heretic as far as he's concerned. Okay. Dylan, what's the plan? Are we um, going along then with Alphonse? As far as plans go, I think it's the best we have. If we're going to track down the rest of these people. I mean, we have no idea where to even begin. One of their members is our only option. And from my experience, they're not easy to crack. So as questionable as the methods are here, this seems to be like the only option. We should probably retrieve our comrades from the tower before we head out. Oh, yes. If there are more of you, we should do that. So you guys head out and do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We just kind of cut scene there and you and we, we bring it back where uh, you guys are like walking up to the group of nuns that are just kind of like outside the tower. And I, I think Theo was just kind of like stoically looking at the tower. And you see that Antonius is actually knocked out during the bustle of like trying to escape the, the room that like someone knocked him against like the wall and like got knocked out. And then like, yeah, like the doctor like dragged him out. Isn't he pretty tough? Okay. He is, but I mean, it's just a way to get him out of the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of nuns trampled him. That's what happened. Oh, he was running and then legged out and clipped through the wall. So, I mean, are you going to ask questions or? Yeah, like, whoa, what, what happened? Yeah. The girl, Maddie, I think her name was. Dang it. She's dead. She succumbed to whatever disease that she had when that blacksmith brought him here with, with the family. I tense up. And I probably just leave. Probably just storm okay. off. I'm just like, I'm sorry to hear she didn't make it. Why did you guys all come outside? Would have been safer in the tower. It's clear now, but... There was uh, some sort of smoke, fumes or something that poured out of the girl. Stop at that. Can I listen? But I'm far enough away that I have to make a review. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. You're fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to make an aura sense. Motor control two. Okay. I swing my sword at a rock. <laughs> a really hard rock that's impossible to break. I do some push ups. Nice. You can, you can hear what's going on. I want to sense her mood. That's four, right? Two, but it will double. So just put in two. It will, it will automatically double. Wait. So um, what happens with that is uh, you can sense that she's a little shocked. Mostly like, like just kind of a little bit traumatized. Like she's not entirely handling everything okay like she just kind of like on edge and she's also just really sad oh poor lady what was the rest of her explanation then for yeah she says there was smoke pouring out of her 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 face and um we had to get out Uh, it was toxic somehow i thanos he 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 told everyone to get out and we all were trampling over each other trying to to leave and but uh the girl's parents hey they stayed inside. I, they didn't make it. He just kind of nods. Sorry, you had to witness that. And then well, he goes to make sure that, or to collect Antonius and Theo, or Thanos, I guess. Mm-hmm. I asked if there's anything that she thinks I could do to help as a minister. You seem distraught. Is there anything I can do for you? No, thank you, partner. I, I'm just a little... It has been a very horrible day, really. Quick question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, do you, do you really offer her some snacks? I do. Okay. I think, oh, she, t- I think she takes them and smiles at you. <laughs> you told us the mayor was a heretic, right? I did. I explained that I didn't have a lot of evidence. Like, I explained okay. what I had. He was, he was sketchy and that he openly blasphemed. But that, and we're you know, not I going there now. You guys uh, are going somewhere else, right? 
I assumed we'd probably at least go and make sure he's not trying to convince his guard that we were lying or anything. Like, All right, I go straight to the mayor's place then. Connor, your hearing increases to five. Uh, hey, Caleb, when I hear about green smoke pouring out of her face, does that ring any bells from doctrine, from religious you, teaching? You can make a doctrine roll for that, definitely. Okay, the no modifiers, I assume. Yeah, wh- how much do you have for uh, doctrine? Six. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of obscure, so I'm going to say it's a six of six. Thanks, son. I think there might be something in the doctrine that might refer to this, but yeah, it's pretty Hold obscure. Your breath. Oh, look, I failed. Who would have guessed? That's pretty bad. <laughs> um, anyone else can do a doctrine test if they have doctrine. Okay, I'll roll an untrained doctrine test. <laughs> Could I use my holy book that I have to as an advantage dice? Oh, oh wow. my gosh. Like, you're like, I've heard of that. That was a thing. <laughs> okay, so so I think what happens is like you I like just try to think of something back. and you're just like, Nope, I got nothing. And then like do you want to like talk to any of the people in the crowd or anything like that? Uh talk I, I, I want to comfort yeah, I want to comfort the Abyss. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and mark that. You okay, just need six more tests to get a one doctor. <laughs> Could I get a dice for my religious text that I have? Like, I have an actual book. Can I get another dice to see if I can get a six on it? What is in your holy text? Like, what is it? I assumed it was the holy text that we study. Oh, like the, that I got the main from. one? I mean, no, I don't think that would... Because I, I think you're you're learned enough that you would memorize most of that. Uh, can I help Trevor? Or are you guys all kind of, like, thinking about this together and talking about it? Mm-hmm. Do we want to? Okay. I shout, it's a demon. It's the work of a demon, and I leave. Okay. And I go straight to the mayor. Why would you do that? So I'm going to murder him. Okay, I don't care anymore. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, Trevor, I go to you and I'm like, that sounds a little bit familiar. I can't remember where I've heard that from, but I feel like there's something in Doctrine, maybe maybe older Taconian origins. Uh, I can't place it. Do you have any idea? Unfortunately, he's only really able to offer you one dice with the helping. Should I make a, uh, make a roll myself? To be honest, I think at this point it, it might work better because you're going to make, be able to make two rolls. Well, can he hit a six? Because it's absolutely six, right? He possibly could if he fork if he has some good forks, and I think he does have some good forks. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll just give you a dice for help then. Yeah, I think that might be redundant. Oh. Okay. You can f- probably fork in foreign doctrine and philosophy into that. I'll also make a meditation roll here first. Okay, for- sure. Yeah. Make a three. Yeah, you succeeded. Got anyway. it. Cool. So you go ahead and get an advantage dice. Then I will roll Doctrine. Can I splice in uh, Philosophy, Foreign Doctrine, and Fire Making because of the smoke? Uh, sure. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I think you, you think of an interesting piece, and it definitely comes from the Tekoni side of things. Um, you, you remember in one of the, the, the original, like, supposed to be divinely inspired texts, um, that it does say something about a smoking mirror. It's some sort of like ancient artifact or something that supposedly um, was used by um, like the great god. It would be the unknown god in Tekoni literature to basically see into the mysteries of the universe. The smoke in the mythology was deadly to anyone who breathed it in, but the unknown god wasn't affected. There are varying translations, um, whether or not it's because of his holiness that this was toxic or because of like. It was Some, toxic or it was just toxic. Yeah. Maybe the knowledge is too much. But yeah. 
So yeah, to unlock the like look into the mysteries right. of the universe. And you you think maybe about the fact that wait a second, why is it a mirror? But you know that he is the unknown god. Right. He is the mysteries of the universe. And so he was like uh, discovering himself, enough. basically. Yeah, okay. It is also hmm. under translation whether or not the color is green or if that was some sort of metaphor for something else. It's still under oh. discussion. So it could okay. be a literal green smoke, but it also could be something like the growth of something or you know something like that so was there a mirror in the room or is this a literal mirror i ask uh thanos that he says his name was yeah if there were any mirrors or where he thinks the smoke came from he looks at you with like haunted eyes and he says the smoke came from their faces the girl didn't it just i mean she didn't contract it from anything it's just he probably squints he's like i i don't know how she got sick no, I just like you didn't see any mirrors, or uh, I mean, like conspicuous mirrors. Obviously, probably normal mirrors. Mirrors? No. It's just no. She's like, okay, we'll have to see if we can figure out where this smoke came from. And, and I think at this point, Thanos like sees that uh, Alphonse is near the Abyss, and she, he like goes over and kind of places himself in between them. I think Dylan's just gonna go grab Antonius and put him on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Sergio, Alphonse, what were you doing? Could I make a philosophy role to determine potential other interpretations of a mirror? Okay, like, yeah, sure. What else could it mean? Yeah, definitely. That's or, totally a philosophy role. All right. And then can I splice in the uh, doctrine and foreign doctrine too? Because it's dealing sure. with these topics. Yep. Go ahead and make it an ob four. Can I help them? Oh, also I'll meditate before. I, I think so. Keep in mind, uh, Trevor, that the more dice you have on a roll, the less difficulty it is, and if you need certain tests for rolls, then you'll ever advance them if you have so many dice, so just keep that in mind. Alright, well, I'll just add one then from a foreign doctrine. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. He gets a bonus from me too, right? Well, he doesn't, he doesn't want to add a whole bunch of dice because he wants to get a certain test, oh. so. All right. Oh, wait, and you said the obstacle was? Four. Okay, so then I shouldn't add anything if I want it to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although, honestly, philosophy doesn't really matter. I guess I'd be more worried about leveling up the uh, smaller ones. Philosophy is pretty high at the moment. You can do it either way you want. I'm just letting you know. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I'll try to challenge them all. No modifiers. Face obstacle folker. Nice. Cool. Oh, hey, I got it. So that's a difficult roll. Um, I think what you come up with is that, well, I mean, a mirror implies that you're looking at yourself that's the main metaphorical meaning behind that and, and especially when you kind of look back in your memory through the foreign doctrine that you know like the tekoni doctrine there is a big emphasis in the tekoni religion on like that self-introspection um and and they kind of based a lot of that at least like the unknown god cults based a lot of that on that kind of myth of the unknown god searching himself to find the mysteries of the universe because they were like, well, if we search within ourselves, we, we're like a piece of the unknown God. We're all his children. So maybe we'll find the mysteries of the universe if we look inside ourselves. Um, you can't really think of any other metaphorical meaning it could have. It seems pretty obvious that that was like what its intent was. Hmm. What happened just before this as far as the kid? Um, I mean, he doesn't know. Thanos doesn't know what, how the girl contracted it and what it kind of originated from. Antonius and Cantarius do. Uh, Antonius is off cold and Cantarius is off to murder. Yeah. There, which is, why again? Like, what? Yeah, I mean, why? Even my character doesn't want to just outright murder him. Because I'm legitimately just super angry and to take it out on something, yeah. 
Wow. Can I ask? I, I literally don't care what happens to me right now. So okay. Who else is here as far as NPCs are? The, the uh, abbess. Yeah, the, the abbess. Uh, that's the main one. The rest of the NPCs die. <laughs> like the main. Or the nuns. Yeah, there's a, there's yep. some nuns. There's a doctor. That's pretty much it. Can I ask the abbess and the the doctor then? What was the situation just before the smoke happened? See, I'm wondering if Antonius would have told the doctor what happened. I mean, it wouldn't really have helped him. The doctor might have asked, but the information wouldn't have helped, but he might have been like, what happened to see if he could tell what happened. Yeah, and I think Antonius probably would have just told him huh? there was some sort of green smoke and she breathed it in. I think that's all you get from him. There was green smoke and do they know the source of the smoke? The doctor doesn't know. Where did the smoke appear? Where did she breathe it in? And he just shakes his head. He's like, I don't know. I mean, it was uh, that man over there who told me. Um, is is he unconscious? What what happened? And yeah, you see Antonius like on Dellen's horse, like just slumped, unconscious. You can oh. try to wake him up. I'll make a fire building roll. Put some regular stuff. smoke in his face. Knives, knives will work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. How about you just throw water on him? I'm sure you have a flask Man, of water. That's not fun. Um, well, I will offer him food and use my cooking. <laughs> All right, so so you splash water on his face and he comes to. And yeah, he's just like, what What happened? What? Like, you should tell us <laughs> what happened. Hello, Antonius. Nice to meet you. That's my uncle. <laughs> and my uncle. And um, my uncle. Yeah, he's over there like, flirting. Oh, and my uncle. <laughs> I, okay, uh, nice to meet <laughs> you, I guess. People come in from the city. He's my and uncle, my uncle too. and my uncle. <laughs> Hope got around. Yeah, I'm fair away. Now we know where Alphonse got it from. Uh, you um, just ask him what happened. Basically, what happened is uh, Cantarius um, has this staff, and you know, I mean, you you saw Cantarius holding the staff, and Cantarius approached Antonius with the the idea of like, I can't break this staff. Like, it's super hard material, and I, I we're trying to figure out a way to break it. And so uh, Antonius heated up the forge at the blacksmith shop um, and Kentarius threw it in and uh, green smoke just poured out from it and just went across the floor and Maddie accidentally stepped out and fell into it. Where did Kentarius yeah. go? Like once you mentioned Kentarius, I'm like, where is he? Yeah, and he's nowhere to be found, so. Where did they get the staff from? Antonius has no idea. Unless Kentarius, did you tell him where he got the staff? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. So it was your staff? Cantorius? Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to explain things. Yeah, well, you, yeah. Have, to, you have to catch him first. Him first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, we should probably get back. We need to catch up with the guards and make sure the prisoners don't get away. We need to check on Yuma, make sure we've got her to the soul. We need to enact a plan. We need to figure out where Cantorius went. We get a lot of stuff to do. And the abbess kind of looks at you when you, she hears what you're talking about this, and she says, I think we're okay here. We should manage to pick up the pieces back at the abbey. He just nods. He says, uh, I'm sorry for your loss and for how much trauma you went through. Did we find the corpses of the other nuns inside the abbey when we went in? I know we found a couple, but mm-hmm. she said yeah. like half the abbey was... Okay. How did Antonius not get blamed for Maddie's sickness? What do you say? The blacksmith and his wife were just too concerned about fixing her and the fact that Antonius has been nothing but nice to them, so they just believed him. Okay. Were, were they there when that happened? No, they were inside the house, like, oh. and Maddie stepped out into the workshop and then fell into it, so... Oh, by the way, Sergio, random question. Where's your falcon? Yeah, falcon? Oh, he was probably That's waiting cool. outside the building for us. So once we uh, came out of the nunnery, he would accompany me. 
Okay. Trevor, you stopped at the uh, the potpourri, right? And you uh, you, you found a, a thing called the tiddlywinks, right? Random object. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. I've got the tiddlywinks. <laughs> Al- Alphonse has a magical red panda pet that is has been magically altered to be uh, more intelligent. Um, and he he wants his pet very badly. Yeah. Oh. Why is why is this not a thing that's in our lives? Where is it? <laughs> it's back at the it's back at, yeah it's back at the Pope's palace basically. Well, we're yeah. going back right now. <laughs> 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 if I didn't know, guys, guys, go find the red panda. Take your time. Yeah, I wouldn't have left without the red panda if I'd have known there was a red panda. <laughs> Guys. Can I send my falcon out to try and find Cantarius? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, make a falcon reach roll. Nah, you guys should just go find the red panda. Yeah, um, I'm up for that. <laughs> I want a red panda. Can I add my tracking and orienteering to the roll? I'm doing nothing that you guys wouldn't do in it. very specific circumstances. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, I we're guess not in that sense. circumstance, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the obstacle? Yeah, I'm looking right now. I'm trying to. So how intelligent of a red panda are we talking? Like well, smart enough talk? to grab laxatives and put it in people's soups. Oh my gosh, I want it. <laughs> Is that um, the only thing it can do? It, <laughs> oh, no, no. Specifically no, trained talk. it to grab laxatives. And can it talk? Or this is a master of mischief. It can't talk. Off three, Trevor. All right, so yeah, um, you locate him, and I think this is the point where the shot like kind of follows the falcon as he kind of soars above the city. And then we kind of pan down after the Falcon kind of like circles and then comes back after like spawning Cantarius. And we go down and Cantarius is standing in front of the mayor's compound. And then let's take our last break there and then come back. So, all right, stick around. We got more burn wheel. Oh, five minutes. Ciao. One quick rules note to make that may be helpful to clarify is the difference between the skills inconspicuous and stealthy. The main thing that delineates the skills is that inconspicuous is a social skill based on a character's will, and stealthy is based on a character's speed. Inconspicuous is the ability to go unnoticed in a crowd, and obstacle penalties can be added for garish or inappropriate dress or if a character is above or below their station. Stealthy is the ability to use camouflage, natural surroundings, shadow, light, and a quiet step to move undetected. You can gain advantage dice to a stealthy roll for light, weather, and ground conditions. Both skills, however, are typically tested against an opposing character's observation test. That's all from the rulebook. Let's get back to the action on Crow Inquisitors.
All right, we are back with the burning wheel. Last hour. Let's do this thing. I really want to see what happens when uh, Cantarius decides to kill Will Mayer. So let's jump right to that. Cantarius, you're standing in front of the mayor's compound. Cantarius, this block right here is actually like one compound. So there's like a there's a wall around it, and then it's just okay. a, a series of buildings inside that that wall that make up the mayor's office and like his orders and like stables and everything like that. It's basically the middle of the night at this point. All right. Can I just walk in or do I have to climb over the wall? Uh, yeah, you're going to have to find some way to get inside because the, the, the gate is locked and, yeah, there's walls. So. Okay, well, I mean, I'm a blind guy. I'll just climb. <laughs> Where, that how makes, does that, sense? that makes sense? That makes sense, I guess. <laughs> Can I craft something? Can I craft a shovel and make my way under? No, that'd be dumb. Um... Craft a grappling hook and climb over. You could, you yeah. could, you could very easily. Well, let's see what you have. Yeah, you don't have any. Oh, you have an alchemy toolkit. You could make some alchemy stuff, Connor. You could make some explosives. Isn't it kind of dangerous for someone who can't see to mix liquids or explosive? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, I taste test everything. Oh good, that makes it so much better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean. As long as I'm not using anything that doesn't have a distinctive smell, or like if it doesn't have any sort of smell, what did you want to do then? You have you have a few options here. You could try alchemy. Um, uh, I'm going to make a grappling hook, but I also want to alchemically make an explosive real quick. Uh, first, I mean you're going to have to do a scavenger roll to try to figure out the materials for that in a town Wait, like you this. You can just make an explosive with what you're carrying on you. Like right no, now. No, no, no. no he's I, making I a scavenging roll. So while he's walking through the yeah. city, he was scavenging like various materials. Um, Don't tell me you can make an explosive with a paper clip. And a pack it's of going to be d- Trevor. Trevor, it's going to be a very difficult roll, but it's a technically got possible. them in reference. Okay. <laughs> I got it, but I didn't want to interrupt. Okay, but okay. So uh, yeah, Connor, that's going to be an eight for scavenging. What? Yeah, Connor, finding okay, random find explosive chemicals that you can mix together in the town this size. Yeah, that's an eight. You got two sixes. So if he's scavenging stuff, I assume that takes him longer to get there, right? I mean, if he's stopping every couple minutes to look for stuff. Uh, I guess, yeah. Because you know where he is once the Falcon gets back. Yeah, we'll basically have some sort of timer that basically, like, if Connor takes enough time doing all this stuff, I'll just say you guys arrived kind of a thing, so. Okay, so real quick, though, the likelihood of me succeeding if I spend a fate point is pretty much nothing, right? Not necessarily. You have to get at least two more sixes and successives even after that. Yes. Yeah, so the chances of doing uh, that are uh, 1 to 144. Yep. So you'd know. Um, <laughs> but I will make a scavenging roll for grappling hook stuff. Failing oh. a roll in burning wheel is more than just, like, you fail. It should be complicating your situation. So I think it does take the okay. same amount of time. But, yeah, you don't find okay. it. Alright, so then based off for finding normal stuff. Does something for, you can make yeah. a grappling hook like out of? Like three. That's not that difficult. Oh, yeah. I don't need any routines, though. Yeah, but now you have a grappling up. But hey, I succeeded. So. Make make a mending yeah. test at ob two to put that together. Okay. What? Oh, wow, you have a six though. Well, what the California? <laughs> oh, I, this looks familiar. I think it means you that you make it, but then it's faulty somehow. Yeah, you so get you, all the way up to the wall. And you succeed. So, Connor, to all intents and purposes, you think that you succeeded. So how do you proceed? I mean, I throw it up and start climbing. Okay. It, and then it just snap. So I just fall. 
What I think happens then is you, you do grapple it, but then as soon as you just pull any length at all, it just snaps and it all falls apart. Okay. I want to pretend to be an inconspicuous blind man and ask for a refuge. Yeah. Okay. Inside of the compound. Inside of the compound. You don't have inconspicuous, so... Turns out he's just a kindly guy, but he lives on the other side of the city, but he's willing to offer you a place. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, come back to my place. Uh... Yeah, so go ahead and make it inconspicuous at three, but you do get an advantage dice because you're blind. You should just intimidate him. <laughs> better at that. <laughs> I know, but then then problems happen. Oh. Wow, you got three sixes. That's awesome. Three? Roll another dice for your advantage yeah. first. Go ahead and spend a fate and roll reroll those three sixes, right, man. That's that's a good roll. Uh, Alright, so nice. nice. Um, yeah, that, that's that's enough right there, so I guess it doesn't matter. What what is your exact intent on that? Get me into the compound. Into the compound. Seek refuge. Okay, so I think what happens, yeah, the guard who's like patrols outside the compound. So this is an inconspicuous test. So you seem very unobtrusive. That's a linked test. Now you need to make some sort of persuasion to persuade him to do that. You can't do that with just inconspicuous because inconspicuous is... Yeah, okay, well, I'll make a begging check then. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to add in something from being blind. Yes, advantage Um, dice, I'm going to add something for being inconspicuous. Yeah, advantage dice for that as well because it's a linked test. Okay. And yeah, go ahead and make the ob three again. Should uh, we like roll you got one? You got one six speed or something. Yeah, that's exactly Yeah, you guys can roll speed if you want, or or maybe a riding check actually would be more appropriate for at least Dellen. Okay. Anything else? Okay, so I want to see how he reacts then, because there's nothing else I can do. Okay, that's fine. I think what happens is he kind of like looks like to the side, sees that there's like no one around. And then, like, tries to grab you and, like, pull you into an alley and, like, beat you up. Why? Because he's, like, a guy who likes to beat up people. He's a jerk. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I wow. Because here's the thing. You made a very good... Incons- soul and breathe death. You made a very good inconspicuous test to be unobtrusive and frail and weak. And so he's like, I can just All beat right. up this guy and get away with it. It's going to be great. So I make an intimidation check so I don't get any modifiers. But I don't do expect it. to fail. What's the ob? Yeah, the ob is going to be three. Three. Yep. This is Will. What? Oh, wow. wow, that's sad. How? That's so sad. Yeah, okay. Well, I think what happens, Connor, is that you've already made yourself look super weak and super frail. And so you try to scare him. He's like, whatever, dude. And so, yeah. All right, well, I brought all the crap out of him then. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so it's going to be opposed. Are we here? I right, just think it's key. I think you're gonna you're gonna show up after this fight happens. So you should have done this to begin with. Uh, you could have just taken his key. Oh my gosh, you got another two. How did this points. happen? He failed. Oh, he failed. Yep. So so you beat how do how do you beat the crap out of him, Connor? He grabs me, I put him in a wrist lock, and smack him in the face. <laughs> and he just goes down. <laughs> I say hand me your keys. I don't take them from him. I tell oh, him to okay. hand me. All right, so he's on the ground bleeding from his like nose profusely, and he's like, <laughs> take And I take a sharp metal object that I got from scavenging, and I okay. cut off one of his fingers as payment. He's down. I have him hand me his keys. I knock him out, and then I cut off his finger. Okay. Where do you put the finger? <laughs> on the ground next to him. <laughs> no, okay. I'd probably just throw it in the alley. In the alley. Okay. Put it in the garbage or something. Yeah, 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 I'm not <laughs> yeah, I think what happens is you turn around and uh, shove it up his nose. 
Make it, make it, actually, Connor, make it, make a hearing test for me. What happened to Mercy, uh, Trevor? Hey, I'm not in character right now. Violent <laughs> is my job. Uh, um, actually, just make a straight perception for me, actually, because I don't think you would be focusing on using your hearing right now. And so this is just like your natural perception. Okay, Ob. Um, make it an Ob 5, because you're involved in a lot of... Whoa, hey. nice. Wow, you got four sixes. Four That's sixes. insane, man. Okay, so yeah, um, you hear um, that there's some riders coming. Some rioters? Riders. Riders, like oh, people riders. on horses. So it's like, what's going on? It's like a village of 50 people. What the heck? <laughs> oh no, it's, it's a lot like, more than that. It's like 200. Oh, yeah. Look at how many houses are in this village. I succeeded in my perception, so I go up in the gate and close it before they can reach me. Okay, sounds good. I assume the riders are us, right? Yeah, you guys can make perception tests to try We're to make an post test to see if we get there before he does. Before he shuts well, it. Yeah, a post speed test then, or you can I do riding if you're better at it. Okay. Oh yeah, I got three. You better be real fast, Connor. I mean, I have five speed, so otherwise I'll get there and do nothing. What now? <laughs> yeah, I succeeded. And you got a six that you I... can spend if you want to. So, everybody else, make speed tests. I will take that difficult riding test. And I don't need. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Three. Uh, you have a six. Are that we you doing could... speed or ride? Either one. Whatever one you're better at, probably. I have a six. So yeah, you have one six if you want to spend that, Trevor, to tie with him. Alphonse? Uh, what's the up for yeah. the speed? It'd Just be four. Work. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you failed. <laughs> so yeah, none of, none of us get there. None of you get there in time. Antarius goes in. Yeah. Can we say, like, we get there and see him Shutting the door. Probably, well, you especially get there like right as he shuts the door. Trevor, go ahead and make a perception test to see per- if you can perception. notice that like last inch of the door closing. Okay. Op three. Only a one. Yeah. See if he'll. All right. So yeah, you don't notice that he went in. So you get there. You you go up on top, and yeah, your falcon like signals to you somehow. I don't know exactly. It probably starts. That he's there. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so you, you pull up and you don't see him. Okay. So what do you what do you three do outside there? Well, he closed the door. I assume he didn't have time to lock it. He locked it from the other side. Yeah. He did? He had enough time to lock it? Yeah. Go in that, and that, lock it? That was the whole thing. Yep, the speed test. All right. Uh, I'm not rolling another speed test to see if I locked the door No, because his intent was specifically <laughs> to unlock it, go inside, close it behind him, and lock it. So Okay. Wait, where's the uh, person Connor beat up? Um, uh, right over here. I mean, he's in, in this alley. alleyway with his finger. In or, a, in or no, a actually, he's he's in between these two buildings right here. He's in that alley. We probably didn't see that. No, you didn't. Do you want us to make like uh, observation checks? Doesn't my second sight have something about like finding? We would have came this way. Seeing people. Okay, so make a perception test, um, everybody. What was the difficulty for that? Perception? Uh, make it a three. Uh, wow, that was wow, terrible. That's a very that bad difficult roll, roll though. Uh, I didn't need a difficult <laughs> roll. I needed a challenging roll. Wow. Uh, uh, one more perception test for you, then, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. okay. Nice. Cool. So, Trevor, you know, as you ride by, you notice that there is a a guy in the alley bleeding from his hand. He's like slumped against the building. Sweet. And now we hurry because we realize that Cantarius is going nuts. So, do we want to yeah. call out and just wake up a guard and have him come open the door? Can I send oh, my phone? Kentarius, are you specifically like ducking into a building at this point, kind of a thing, or like under a shed no, or I'm something going like that? To the mayor. So, like straight across the courtyard into the main building. I mean, I'm at least trying to be stealthy. Okay, go ahead and make a stealthy but roll I mean, for me. 
mean, I don't really want to make a stealthy roll. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have would, to. Would you be concerned about aerial things, though? Are there towers nearby? Mainly, I'm wondering, like, how... I'm wondering how much time he's spending in the courtyard before he goes into a building, because if the Falcon, like, is searching for him after he's gone into a building, there's nothing that this can be going to be able to do. I mean, at this point, it's circling the compound regardless, right? Like, he's in there. That's a good point. Yeah, is the Falcon just continuing to, like, just circle... Yeah. So yeah. I, I think you assume at the very least that like he's somewhere in the vicinity. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, so so I think I think what the Falcon out. does um at this point is it just lands on like the the gate and it just looks okay. at you, Sergio. So do you tell us that you see the guy? Yeah. I'm like get into him. I'll go hail a guard and and get into the compound. I ride up to the gate and I announce my presence. Tell someone to get their butts out there. Okay. Make a conspicuous test. Okay, I don't have conspicuous. I, I know. Think. Alphonse, do you have conspicuous? Uh, yeah. Do you want to have Alphonse do the role instead? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I assume okay. he has guards posted at night. I mean, that's the time to have guards. There's one, yeah, there's one of them circling around. The problem is the wall doesn't, isn't wide enough to have anyone on top of it. So, um, right. I'm just going to say it's an ob one. It's not that <laughs> difficult. I'm just... It is. Uh, it's at yeah. one, though. G1. What's higher than mine? No. <laughs> you got a one. Um, I mean, yeah, go ahead and increase that to two. Um, <laughs> so I think what happens is you're just being like really obnoxious, and no one just like we, we, I think we cut to some of the guards like inside, and they just kind of look at each other and they're like, "What the heck?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> being a priest too, would people notice? Hey, there's well, you're you're looking at the religious the guy, right? There's nowhere for them to look at you. You're trying to get attention yeah. to people who are on the other side well, of the... And that was what I... At least that's what I directed you to do, was to do that. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but that was what Dylan had said, was that you should check him out and he'll go try and hail somebody. Oh, you said the difficulty was one, right? Yeah. Oh, I might actually get this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so what do you say exactly, Dylan? He just yells out, there's a the holy night at your gate. Come open the door. The guard's opening at that point. Uh, Connor, go ahead and make the stealthy roll for me. It's getting uh, real. They're going to catch you. <laughs> just kidding. Wait, do you have a stealthy skill? No, no, I don't. I'm gonna say the ob is two because the uh, Dellen and Alphonse are making noise. Okay, sweet. <laughs> what? Wow, yeah. that's sad. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. so, um, so yeah, oh, I think man. I think what happens is you hear a voice in your mind saying, "Why are you on my grounds?" What? It sounds like an older man. I, I surely didn't do the voice right. I'm gonna go Clearly kill that David old guy. Knows what's going on? I'm gonna go kill him. Um, and then you see an older man uh, step out. Um, he is so he's like 52. So he he steps out. He has the like, gray hair, and he seems leanly muscular, but very like old. Uh, he seems very weathered by the world and stuff like that. He, yeah, he steps out in front of you. I mean, you don't actually know what he looks like at all because you're blind. I don't know why I even tried that. Um, I can hear it. I think what happens is he steps in front of you. You know, you hear him do that, and then he says, "This is all in your mind." Still, he says. Huh. You're blind. Well, here, this might give you some perspective. And then you see the image of what is before you in your mind, implanted by this guy, apparently. And so, yeah, you see that old man, he's holding like a candle to one side. And yeah, um, he says, leave now or I will be forced to take drastic action. I'm here to kill the mayor. Nothing's going to stop me from doing that. Uh, your head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I intimidate him? Does nothing of time. Yeah, you can intimidate him. Sweet. Or strategy. I'm assuming it's going to be a challenging role, and it's exactly what I need to win. Uh, uh, the, the ob is uh, seven, yeah. Yeah. 
Sweet. You know, if I succeed this, though. Wait, a guy who can talk into wow. people's minds. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he's not scared of you at all. He just kind of, like, shrugs. He's, like, trying to scare me, I guess. I've seen a thousand men more terrifying than you, and I've killed most of them. Uh, oh, that's pleasant. Yeah, I could not scared of me, and he didn't kill me. I say not this one. Pull up my staff. I'm gonna brawl him in. Be in the middle of the complex with the guards coming to the gate? Says you. Yes, it's me. <laughs> Alright. I mean, heck yeah. I'm doing it. Can I don't we, even care. Can we get in now? Um, well, okay. I want to see how this initial bout goes. There's a yeah, confrontation. Yeah. I take the lead. <laughs> you caused the confrontation. No, he I'm did. Come with I was killing the mayor, not this guy. I don't even know what this guy is. He's the mayor's, like, keeper. Well, I don't know that. Yeah, but in so his confronts. Okay, Connor. Brawling. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna factor in anatomy. You're gonna get killed. Good. Oh man. What? And he's definitely re-rolling those with fate. Wow, you got a really <laughs> good roll. Holy crap. Connor, you die a little bit inside. And a lot outside. So that's against eight. Oh my gosh. He's like screaming in your mind to distract you the whole time. And yeah, it really just throws off everything. You can't even Wait, use your hearing. Wait, how is that difficult? How is that not a challenging? Yeah, it's because you had so many dice. You try to use your hearing and stuff like that, but he keeps screaming in your mind, and so it just doesn't work. And so you're just so disoriented, okay. you don't know where you are. He's throwing image, like distracting images into your mind like of like where you are, giving you yeah. sight, but it's just wrong images. I think what happens is he shivs you in the chest, because that's part All of right. brawling. And I think you take a wound. Okay. Well, I mean, with that with that degree of, of failure, you're lucky he didn't cut your hand off. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, you have a you have a mini wound. Uh, he he wasn't right. trying to kill you. He was just trying to like take you out. You're bleeding from your your chest, your torso or whatever, like on the ground. Yep. Um, and then yeah, the rest of you come in <laughs> at that point. Okay. Now I'm not really sure who to fight because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a. <laughs> not approving of Connor's actions. Did you come join us? Because you were with the guard. Yeah, well, was that guy a guard? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Cause well, but you know. don't know that I hurt the guard. Come on, now. No, but yeah. he was checking him. Did you then come over to us? Yeah. I mean, okay. You guys took a little while, yeah. Kellen draws the sword and jumps off his horse, and he's like, what's going on here? And he approaches the guy. I mean, the guards are all like looking at each other like, I don't know, what are we talking about? And then, yeah, you look over and then Liren, the master of the house, steps out um, and he has this like, he's discarded the shiv so you don't see it. Are they not in sight? No, 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 they're off to the side. Yeah. Oh, well then I don't even know what happened. Yeah, you don't see it. They don't um, hear him scream when there's a shiv going through Oh, you, you hear him like... scream. Yeah, you hear him scream at the very least. Oh. Okay, so we know. What, what I'm saying is like, you don't see Cantarius on the ground and you don't see the shiv in the guy's hand. So. Okay, so he rides in normally then, hears the scream, jumps off his horse and runs over there with his sword out. Okay, yeah, and, and Liren steps out um, with his candle and just says, is there something I can help you with, Holy Knight? He's like, I heard a scream. Can I see him? I mean, if I run up to where they're at, like, I don't know how big this courtyard is, but I can't imagine it's... You could I mean, if... Let me, let me just wait one second. Telepathy. Screw that noise. Get out of my head. You feel this image trying to encroach on your head. Okay. And and it's it's almost like he's trying to give you an image of the, the ground before you without Cantarius laying in it, but then you see Cantarius laying there bleeding. Okay. I turn on him and point my sword at him and I call the others over there. I'm get over here. I told you before that so then badly for you and now it's going to end. 
And then I, I'm like, what happened? And I, I'm kind of saying that to both him and Kentaris. I assume Kentaris is the conscious, right? Yeah. I mean, a midi wound doesn't just, he doesn't have any stats that would right. really. Now, how, mu- how much of, how much detail of what you just said could I tell about him trying to get that image in my head? Everything that I just said. Oh, okay. So I can tell you he was trying to cover it up and everything. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> in that case, I mean, I assume that's illegal, right? Like, you can't put thoughts in someone's head. I mean, like, you also can't just stab someone. Can I? I mean, that's obviously that's illegal too, but I don't, I don't know if Connor deserves that or not. Right. <laughs> but, I did. I mean, I, I know, but like... Kintarius, I'm actually going to give you a serious wound, not a mini wound, because um, that does incapacitate you, and I think that makes more sense. Like, he wasn't trying to kill you, but he definitely was trying to take you out. Because you're, yeah. you're, you took three wound dice, and you only have three will, so that automatically just takes you out. So it'll uh, take me longer to recover from this wound now? Yes. Sweet. I mean, you got to add to the chest. Like. After this mission is, like, finished, you'll have plenty of time to rest and recover and stuff. So. Yeah, but I won't have as much time to... Oh, wait, no, I can spend the entire time just doing hearing tests. Totally. <laughs> I'll be locked in a room, healing <laughs> somewhere. I'll be listening to everybody. That's great. Sweet. Okay. Can we all fight him together? Because he has a lot of dice. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna fight Liren and try to kill him. What? Uh, okay, I'm, let me do a persuasion before we uh, just completely destroy you everything. Shimmed him and then tried to put thoughts in my mind. We don't know that. Just, we don't know I also just threatened him and stuck my sword in his face and told you guys to help me fight him. <laughs> and it's like, okay, 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 okay Dylan, I got this. down, guys. I also said get out of my mind, so you know he was doing something. Magic isn't like illegal. Magic is a thing. Yeah, but. He tried to plant an image in my mind of my comrade not being on the ground bleeding to death. Apparently, I could yeah, tell that you're, detail. Your you're comrade. <laughs> I don't hey, know. Really haunting him <laughs> to stop him from doing stupid things. Two things. First yeah. off, this guy was a problem last time I was here. Like, you he started out helping me, and then you just, like, stonewalled me when I actually got close to stuff. And so I already don't trust him, and I actually told him this was going to go badly for him last time I was here. I was like, at the end of this, it's going to go badly for you. And that, because you... you did this. And then second thing is, I don't know if Cantarius asked for this. I just know he's dying. So, And I know that he was trying to cover it up. If he was innocent, he would have been like, dude, he tried to kill me, bro. And I would have probably believed him. But he didn't. He tried to cover it up. So now I, I know he's doing that. Also, he tried to get it in my mind, which isn't okay either. I mean, it, you know, magic isn't illegal, but trying to implant thoughts in someone else's head that aren't there is probably some kind of evasion of privacy, which I don't know how comprehensive their laws are. Dylan is going to attack this guy. So, like, I mean, if you want to help him, you can. If not, he might lose because that guy has. But okay, control. Alphonse did say that he was going to like dude, try to yeah. try to do something for that. Yeah, I'm going to try to persuade you all. Lead to with you guys. Right yeah, same here. That's you should. You should add to okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. That's a, that's an option. Oh my what's, god. What's your persuasion? Jared? Seven. Seven. It's seven. And it's also graciated. So yeah, you definitely want to help him and not the other way around. Yeah. Wow. So your intent here, Jared, is to have everyone chill? Just have yeah. everybody stop? No violence, basically? Yeah. Okay, Dylan, is that a thing that is possible? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, to be fair, this is like the third time they boiled him. Like, he's not bloodthirsty, but <laughs> this is what he does, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so go ahead and make that roll, uh, Alphonse, with any modifiers you want. Um, you okay. think you have... Uh, so, what, what forks are you so do doing? I, do I roll to help him, then? No, you or? just give him a dice. Okay, so what I say is... Uh, we're on a mission for the church of the utmost importance. Stand out. It doesn't matter to him. <laughs> it, it will like when I roll a 12. Like, he already knows that. 
Um, you also have to convince me, and me being on here for a mission at the church is not going to stop me from murdering yeah. this guy. Exactly. Just be like, look, look, we're just here for Cantarius, then we'll get out of your way. Sure. That's a not that's a pretty true. good argument. <laughs> I'm going to fork in bullcrap falsehood. Uh-huh. And yeah. Not true anymore. I'm not going to leave without this guy. Get it. Uh, six for me. I don't know what his will is. Yeah, I think we'll just say a base six. Oh. That's routine. I'm going to spend a fate point because why not? Okay. Rolling in them. So slash 2d6. Uh, nice. Basically, I think Liren just like walks away. He's like, take your friend and leave. Walks away? No. Yeah. I mean, I'm not just going to let him walk away. Like, I'm not going to kill him now, but he's still. Trevor. I think this is a chance for you to do a persuasion roll against Delon. What would be an argument, Delon, that would like convince you at this I point to walk away? I have any idea. I mean, like at this point, he's a criminal. Like he's again, like and how- to leave and then come back with the law on your side, not to like have a brawl in the middle of the night. I think that's well. I mean, like the- he doesn't. He's already been convinced by Alphonse not to beat him up. He's only going to fight him now if he resists. Well, okay. Are you oh. fine with like just arresting, mm-hmm. trying to arrest the guy? That's what Dellen's plan is, to just arrest him, and if he resists, yeah. then to beat him up. Before, Dellen was like, oh, I'm going to fight you because Dellen had just wasted one of his guys. Exactly, now yeah. he knows he's not a, a threat, he's like, okay, well, now you're just going to come into jail. Exactly, yeah. Why would you just randomly incarcerate this guy? I mean, he just Random. stabbed their... He just stabbed, stabbed one him. of our retinue, and he's trying to cover it up. He also impeded our investigation earlier, which I told him it would end badly for him. Also because Pontarius broke in. Yeah, know. but I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we kind of do because we, we, we have a lot track. <laughs> yeah, I basically told this guy that at the end of this, I was going to come arrest him anyways for obstructing my investigation because I was I was trying to find stuff out. He was like stonewalling me, and I'm like, okay, you know what, you're done. But and now now he's attacked one of our retinue, and then also tried to cover it up instead of being upfront about it. I mean, if nothing else, that's illegal in and of itself. I mean, if he'd been innocent, he would have just been like, oh, this guy got through and tried to kill me, so I beat him up. But he didn't do that. He tried to cover it up by trying to put minds, their thoughts in my mind, which is probably also illegal. So, you know. Okay. I would uh, urge you not to, though, on the basis of practicality. What's impractical about it? Because he's a sorcerer wizard. I mean, he messes with people's heads. He can't, like, blow their brains out. I assume we're familiar with the magic he's using, and I assume we know I it's mean, not, like, you, also, you it's can make a test, and in the long run, will impede our, our work here. I mean, I don't know how but having by by letting him distract you. As far as like, he's not our goal. It's the the hero. Well, no, but I've incarcerated like thirty people who weren't our goal. Like, who cares? They, I mean, just because he wrote the law and he's not the main guy we're after, doesn't I mean we're just gonna be like, oh yeah, it's cool. You get a pass just because we're not coming after. You. Like, he's one guy. It's far more practical than arresting the thirty people we just arrested. But your your authority is not to arrest everyone who commits a crime your mission I mean, is to find the authority is to i mean that's isn't that partially what i do i mean it's more of a religious nature but i've arrested enough people that i think I've, i better have the right to arrest people otherwise i don't know what i've been doing this whole time yeah i mean as a holy knight you have the legal right to arrest anyone on any grounds yeah see sergio are you saying those arguments in character in brief character form yeah like, sure, sure. yeah well, they're arguing, I blatantly say, the mayor is a heretic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you for that, Alphonse. Um, also, Cantarius is bleeding out. Uh, I just wanted to... Yeah. No, that's his own fault. I'm like, you attend to our... Uh, do you have any medical skills? No one has any medical no, skills in this team. <laughs> Not at all. I'm telling you, once I die, I'm going to make a, an evil doctor. 
Well, he's just like, attend to the our comrade and I'll see to the steward or whatever he's called. And then I just go to find him, basically. I mean, he, like, he resists. He's like, nope, uh-uh. Like, 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 literally, he's gonna, he's gonna, like, shank you, too. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I'll kill him if he does that, but... Okay, yeah, I'm just so like, it's just a brawl. Yeah, he's doing his brawling versus whatever you Oh, doing. man, you guys should have just let me kill him in the first place. I needed that roll, though. So, are either of you gonna help me fight him? Cheese. <laughs> With what skill? No, Sergio won't. I still maintain that this is unproductive and we should just leave. Wait, so he's trying to kill me and you're just gonna be like, oh, that's cool. Eight successes. Well, no, you sent me over to tend to Connor, right? I mean, like, two steps away. I walked over to him, you walked two steps away, and then I'm like this, he resists, and then he tries to fight me. I mean, we're all, like, right next to each other. You have a bow. Yeah, but I told you not to fight him. (laughs) I wasn't trying to fight him, he tried to fight me. I was trying to arrest him. I think he does say, like, he told me to my face that he was going to kill my master. What do you think I'm going to do? I don't know, maybe him. call the guards. That sounds great. You have guards guard on the property. I don't need the no, guards. No, he's a steward. He cleans. Oh. He's just apparently the most ripped cleaning guy on the planet. <laughs> who also has psychic powers and is being very underutilized <laughs> for his for cleaning. But, like, literally, he says, I'm loyal to my master. And this man was going to walk into his chambers and kill him in his sleep. And I was defending him. Now, if you have a problem with that, then go to the abyss. Because what I, I have a something? problem with is you trying to cover it up. If you did this legally, I, why would guys, you hide it for me, myself. especially in a legal manner, like trying to superimpose my thoughts? I don't know if superimpose is the word they use then, but I say it. He kind of pales them because he realizes, yeah, guys, I mean... Stop arguing with me. Just let me talk. Can't tell you you're dead. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead? What? No, I mean, no. You're unconscious. You can't speak. Yeah. It'd be funny if he like came to you for just a second. You're like, guys, chill, man. I'm fine. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so how does this go down? You still trying to arrest him? Well, I mean, what did he respond to when I said that? He paled, and you you can tell that he he knows that he was caught. He was like, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I felt guilty, kind of a thing. Like, well, you try to cover up something. If if you claim you're innocent, you're going to have to prove it in a court. Can I just plead with him to come peacefully? So there's no sure. more fight. You make a persuasion. There's but enough bloodshed. Let's. Take this to court and solve it tomorrow. Connor lying there dying. I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's accurate. Sorry, Connor, I forgot about you. So yeah, the op for this is going to be six. Thanks, buddy. The op is what? Six. Um, Can I help him? Can I add my persuasion? Yeah. Yeah, I have persuasion, you have persuasion, so that's three extra dice. Can I use... Does he care that I'm a priest? No, he doesn't. He definitely uh, doesn't. Uh, can I use the... Uh, Philosophy. How? Just with the uh, logic there, the, there's been enough bloodshed, so... I mean, I don't think that That's line is enough for philo- for a philosophy fork, to be honest. It, I, would, I would add more to that if you wanted that. Like, how are you explaining that? Are you are going into the concept of nonviolence or something? Like... <laughs> I just I, had I, to, like, I, let me stab this. <laughs> <laughs> I quote 30 lines of the ancient Dakotian philosopher... He dies of age, yeah. and we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that would be a legitimate thing. You know, I wanted to quote a Tekoni sure. philosopher about nonviolence or something like that. Yeah, definitely. I will quote, or, or one of the stewards. Throw up a little bit in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so Jared's helping me. Yep, with his two, and I have a dice Dellen with so one. You get three dice from us, yeah. Persuasion. So, so D- Dellen's bringing up the fact that 
it's best for his immortal soul to come before the, the law and not like try to resist. Alphonse is probably just, I mean, backing you up with whatever you're saying with some more persuasion. <laughs> the yes man who is okay, more so convincing had, than we are. Yeah. I had four then. Yeah, I think so. Bob six. After all that, we better not fail. <laughs> That's wow. not a good color. Oh my gosh. How is that even possible? You yeah, got two, two sixes, sixes though. You can do it. That's legitimate. There's oh, I should have prayed. Yeah, you should have. If you want to spend a fate and reroll those two dice, you can. Just have to get at least one six and then another success and then another success. We got this. Neither that, of yeah. those are a six. Nope. Yeah, I mean, kill him now. So, so yeah, I mean, I basically think he, he tries to shank Dallin at that point. Now, will you help me fight him, please? So now, yeah, he has the eight on his brawling. And let's do this thing. Alright, so I assume, Jared, you're doing something, right? I mean, I don't have any violence Uh, None at all? Like, you don't even have, like... I might have brawling. I think you have a one in brawling or something. <laughs> you have a one in brawling. And Thank you, you. Literally, you can just add one dice. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Sergio, you're helping, right? If he draws on you, yes, I will react. I'm a persona. I'm gonna use that. Why not? So you using knives, Sergio, or bow? No, that's so not good. Uh, I would, Two sixes. Uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna have to at least pull out my bow because he's going for David, and also I was over by Connor, kind of checking him. Yeah. Out. Right. Oh, this is bad. Uh, well, no. One success. <laughs> yeah. What was your intent exactly, Dylan? To subdue him to the point where he couldn't resist. Yeah, and I mean, his intent was to shank you. Um, so he does. Okay. But I mean, yeah, in the close quarters like this, it's pretty easy to get like in between those those chinks and stuff. So I think it's just gonna be a light wound. But he does shank you, and then he he flashes a bu- like a bunch of like brain blasts kind of a thing, and you just have see this blinding light in all of your eyes. And then when you, when you open them, uh, he's gone. He should roll to do that on our will, and then we sure. should have a speed test if he doesn't sure. beat us. Yep, yep. If he beats us, we'll just stand there and sure. try it. But- and yeah, I, I didn't necessarily mean that like that just happens automatically. I just meant oh, that's what happens next. Okay. So yeah, this is going to be against. I mean, all of your wills. So would it be will or steel? I'm actually cool with steel. I think that makes sense. I'm actually better with steel because yeah, uh, I let's, more let's go with steel. Tanked, even with my wound. Alphonse, with, with- make a steel test. Nice. Your brain just melts and you fall over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so Alphonse goes down. Uh, the rest of you are, are good, though. Um, I mean, so make speed test response. And let's see. That could have been worse. Oh. So his speed was three. Getting away. Two sixes, I'm Trevor. Yeah. Sure. I'll reroll. Oh, look. Nice. I've got one more. Um, you tied. Oh, he's Unfortunately, defending. he's defending. So it, uh. I think he gets away. I think what happens is he runs to the guards, and the guards are, like, now standing in front of him, kind of a thing. Okay, so I think the guards had moved around, like, so, so you guys are, like, over here in this corner. There's a big building at the back of this compound right here, and I think the guards have moved, like, right here. So he, like, breaks through the line and goes to where the guards are, and I think the mayor is also standing there at that point. And he's, like, staring at you with his guards behind his back, kind of a thing. And then we cut right there.
let's take a look at our character's beliefs, instincts, and traits, and see if they earned any Artha. Dylan. All right. Uh, the gods have minds above ours and to be trusted above all others. I will learn of the heretics' beliefs. Curious to see how they line up. Did you work towards that at all? I did not. Alphonse will pay for what you did to our sister, even if I have to kill him myself. He's useful for now. I'll see he lives to bring us Frinta's allies. I have done it. Yeah, I don't really think you went after that. No. Uh, I've been entrusted with the holy task, and I'll keep the ruffians assigned to it in line. I'll assert myself as the head of the group. And yes, you did do that. Uh, never gone on under any, any circumstances. Didn't really get you into trouble. I didn't fight him honorably. I was considering being like, hold on, I got this, but I knew how many dice he had. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also wasn't trying to kill him, so. Um, never leave a word again, uh, unchallenged. I mean, he didn't really like speak out against no, them, really. but I didn't let him go because I thought he was a criminal. Yeah, but again, that's not that specifically, so. Yeah. All right. Discipline didn't really get me anything. Faithful. I feel like all of these almost count for that, but almost. I don't know. Mark of privilege, tonsured, and fearless. I don't think any of those. Yeah, not really. So you got one fame point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Alphonse. I am just as good as Dellen, and I'll prove it by using my skills to outshine him. Well, you tried anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You tried anyway. I want to end the papacy, so I will find some way to gain an edge using the heretics. You tried. So go ahead and take fate. I want to restore my reputation by gaining fame in the city by getting rid of the new heretics. And you're working towards it. I mean, by doing all the things you did. Always entertain myself. No, always have alcohol. No. Always get the last word. Uh, no, not really. rouser, drunk, mark of privilege, unlucky, telltale teller, rapier wit. I don't think I did any of that. No, yeah, this is kind of a really off session for our characters, like, yeah. belief wise. Uh, I guess this guy didn't really have anything to do with any of our beliefs. We're just mad at him. <laughs> it was really it's Connor's fault. Yeah. Cantarius? Yeah, Connor. <laughs> I was doing exactly what my character would have done. That's true. From the thing that Caleb randomly made happen, even though everybody was trying their very hardest to stop. So this is all Caleb's fault. Caleb (laughs) triggered my character by killing a random kid when it was completely and utterly not my fault whatsoever. The dice kind of did that. Yeah, the dice did it. Yeah, no, but but Caleb made the kid run into the factory and like, oh, smoke. (laughs) Of course. Did you fail a roll when you put your stick in the forge? No. No. There's no roll? Okay. All right, then. No roll. Yeah, you, but he failed every subsequent roll. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> but the reason I had to roll is because Caleb put a child in the situation. Exactly. So, and that's what happens when you put an instinct that says never harm a child, Connor. I create crap situations for you. Okay, so I was spared for a reason. I will minister in my own justice. I'm going to kill the mayor. I mean, you work towards that, so take a fate. The staff is the key to figuring out what happens to my son. If I break it, maybe the bondage of my son's soul can be broken as well. I mean, you didn't try to break it anymore, so... I, I considered it a couple of times, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, I'll always do what's right, no matter what anyone thinks. I'll make sure that there's no needless death. <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah. If there's a confrontation, I take the lead. Yeah. Yeah, I got you in trouble. Always inventing something. Yeah, I also yep. got you in trouble. Never harm a child. The kid died because of me, and because the kid did die, I freaked out and went on a murder spree. Okay, alright. If I didn't hear about children, then I wouldn't have done it. Okay. Blind gave you fate this this time, definitely. Yes. But I yep. think that's it. So I have 13 fate points. Then. Thanks, son. I have three. Sergio? Really? Getting in more trouble, though. Me. I just got stabbed. <laughs> when I didn't yeah. get any fate. This session reinforced that this group needs a lot of <laughs> What do you mean, this group? Everyone but me. I haven't done anything. Okay. I mean, you were actually pretty good know. this session, Alphonse. 
That's what I was thinking here. I don't know that Sergio was too impressed with the uh, immediate arrest. I mean, he works towards the first belief, uh, but unless you want to, like, I mean, if you want to change the first belief, I think you should take fate for it, no matter if you change it or not, because that was your belief this session, and you did try. I'm just going to change it to someone. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put someone in charge. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know what my belief for next week is. Uh, I want to gain the Tacconi stewards recognition. I'll start by building a base of respectability and discussing the concept with other notable religious figures. That did not, not happen. Not really. No. I have gained this new site. I will try to learn how to use it. And you definitely, yeah, you definitely tried to learn. Instincts always delegate responsibility. Don't know that I did that too much. No, I didn't. If someone tells me what's wrong, then I have to come up with a solution. Food? No, not really. Yeah. Loner, I didn't use. And Mark of Privilege, Pardoner, Tonsured, not... No, not really. Trouble? Was there anyone that didn't like me because I was a partner? I mean, if that was the reasoning behind why Sergio tried to counter Dellen so hard, then... I mean, because that that was obviously a contention. Yeah. If that was because you're a partner. If if that was... You could take a fate for that if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah, you could see that. that Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, I guess I will see y'all next week where we will continue the adventure of these crazy people who do stupid things and get stabbed. And yeah, it's, it's a yeah, great time. Yeah, yeah. Dysfunctional party. We're all going to yeah. be in rest forever now. Yep, exactly. But that's, that's the great thing about an end of an event. Uh, you get to have lots yeah. of bed rest. All right. <laughs> Adios. I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. That was episode six of Chrome Inquisitors. Look out for bonus content coming up as well, such as original fiction, music, and other extras to tide you over until we return to the campaign proper. I hope you enjoyed the story so far. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for another episode.